Hey guys, Sean Hayes here. Jason Bateman, Will Arnett, and I had a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to sit down with not one, not two, but three presidents of the United States on our recent episode of Smartless. That's because President Biden, a returning guest, brought two of his favorite pals, former Presidents Bill Clinton and Barack Obama, all joined us for unforgettable conversation. It's a historic episode of Smartless as we pry into the minds of these remarkable leaders. We'll cover everything from their time in office, America's responsibilities in the world, and their personal passions in an episode full of some candid stories, insightful perspectives, and a few surprises along the way. Whether you're a political junkie or just curious about the inner workings of the Oval Office, this episode is a must listen. Don't miss out on this incredible opportunity to hear from three of the most influential figures in recent American history. Follow Smartless on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also listen to Smartless ad-free by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Something's going on. Can I smell your dick? <laughs> Don't play me like a fool. Not this a Cause that ain't cool. Oh my god. So what you? Hmm. Whose telephone is Not that? Not the fuck mine. Yeah, bitch. the fuck it is. No, the fuck it's yes, not. Yes, the fuck it is. Bitch, Cause please. it ain't my hope. No, the fuck Cause it, it ain't isn't. my hope. Oh, huh? Yeah. <laughs> In the middle of your fuck this show, I don't even want to do this goddamn shit no more. <laughs> it was so good. What a tune! Hey guys, um, uh, I am rapturous and act uh, acting uh, star Raw Digger. Rapturous, yeah. All right, and I am uh, Gail King. Interview were extraordinaire. That's what I do. Thank you for coming in. It's such a great time because we're going into Black Excellence immediately from here. <laughs> great. It's so amazing how things work. So, Gail, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Um, uh, this week's Black Excellence, uh, I'm actually giving to you. You know how I love roses and giving them to um, Black figures that are deserving. Uh, Gail, yes, yes. you have just, you have been a staple in the culture of 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 blackness, journalism, mm-hmm. um, fashion, yes, uh, and friendship. That's right. <laughs> um, you've interviewed all of the things, all of the people in all of the places, mm-hmm. and and Gail, I know. When when you were approached about this recent interview with Robert Kelly, which we'll discuss later, I I felt, in my opinion, you can correct me if I'm if I'm wrong, but I felt like there had to have been a mighty exhale. That I just I felt like Gail was like, mm-hmm. yes, and 
And you did mm-hmm. what you were asked to do anyway. You asked the hard-hitting questions. You. you you stayed poised, mm-hmm. um, direct, unbothered, mm-hmm. unmoved, and unshaken <laughs> in the midst <sighs> of a full-grown Nearly 50-year-old temper tantrum. That's what it was. Yes. Well, first of all, thank you so much, Kid Fury, for acknowledging my incredible work. Um, Yes. To keep it real, I learned from the very best, you know. 52. I'm sorry. Not even nearly. Right. No, definitely. He's over 50. I'm sorry. I don't know. I just... I've learned from someone who is incredible at interviewing, and it just seemed like if we both lost our shit and became hysterical nothing would happen mm. you know productive Good point. and so in the interest of keeping the interview going i maintained my cool yes. and continued to ask robert the questions that he was so deliberately avoiding yeah yeah the interview actually ran um almost an hour and a half so <laughs> we'll see how many more clips cbs lets you girls see but yeah it got, it got messy there at certain points but thank you thank you i work very hard you know me and Oprah, we're very best friends. Little Ash Wednesday on the elbows. I yeah. know where all the bodies are buried. So, you know, she's definitely been a mentor and so much help to me as I've grown in my career. Wow. Thank you. Wow. What a mighty, what a mighty performance of, of patience, mm-hmm. hard work, mm-hmm. and and professionalism. Yeah, well, you know, black women, we we literally invented poise. So. Getting it done. Thank you. The end. Thank you so much. Honestly. Honestly, Gail killed that shit. Bitch. I couldn't believe she maintained her composure when that nigga got up hollering and screaming the way. Literally. She did. <laughs> like li- like Gail, Gail she did that. had <laughs> The the body language and the facial expression of someone who is like letting a toddler get it out. Yes. Like, you know, when a child is like crying so hard over some bullshit that they can't even speak or get it out. They're mm-hmm. just like, and I, but, uh, and Gail was just like, all right, yep. I'm just going to wait for you to to get tie yourself out yeah. and sit your black ass right the fuck back down. And we're going to get right back to business. Well, she has kids. So she has <laughs> done this. I mean, they're grown now, but she was just like, okay, so I've seen this before. I know, I know what tantrums look like. <laughs> so I'm going to let you get it out. You see, she didn't even flip. It's just like, go ahead. <laughs> Much like Gunnika Brown over at, did you see that clip? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> they said Gunnika has lost it. Monica. Monica was about to stop the show. I'm, don't make me pull this show over. I don't know I will turn around and go home. Was getting into it in the crowd. <laughs> but Monica was legit like, stop the music. You go over there. You go over there because if I have to take my shoes off, it's gonna be a whole different conversation y'all distracted for y'all me. bitches. So I know y'all distracting everybody else. I said Monica has three kids. I, this is not new. It was just so matter of fact. Like I'm tired of the bullshit. So whatever, just separate. Just don't even look at each other. Just go to different rooms. We'll talk more about Robert and her foolishness. Black women, man. Get later, it done. but my God, yeah, that was so funny, Gail. That was so like funny. I know Gail left that. That fucking interview and was like, do they pay me enough for this? I think they yeah, do. I honestly I think they do. Because I'm pretty sure she's the only Negress on CBS this morning, which I tuned in for the very first she time. She was just today. so unbothered. Like, she was like, like my nigga, like you, th- here's the thing. <laughs> she, she, she was, was so good. treating the whole thing like you, you, you're like desperately reaching out for me to like give you. 
some sort of an out here or a branch that mm-hmm. I'm not going to give you. Like right. you're 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 like reaching out for me to be like, oh, I hear where you coming from, but it's all bullshit, sis, and we're going to treat it as such. I just want you to know, I find that very hard to believe. She said that to his face. Like, you telling me that you've never slept with anyone under the age of 18? And I just know deep in mm. it's a lie. It, you see, inside my spirit, when you say those words, it just immediately gives me that, eh, this nigga is lying. Oof. Woo, Chile. I just, I have to stand. Y'all ain't gonna double jeopardy me. What a fucking <laughs> dumbass. Um... Also for Black Excellence oh, this man. week, a young lady by the name of Brittany Diaz. She's uh, the first black woman to serve as student body president at the University of South Florida. As well, first woman in over 20 years to serve. I love that. Uh, her her caption on, on the Instagram says, <laughs> hold up, wait a minute. Y'all thought Black History Month was finished. <laughs> We're getting the good where we can, Brittany. We're getting the good where we can. That's right. She ran with a campaign motto. It says, on because of them, we can. Bull shift. Shift standing for success, health, innovation, finance, and tradition. I love Which is people. what Brittany... I mean... <laughs> Why are we like this? I love it. <laughs> Brittany was like, you know what I need? Something marketable, bitch. <laughs> Look, that could be easily be a hashtag and it's an acronym. I love it. That's just brilliant. These are the things because I'm so raggedy. Um, you know, I have to remind myself to lotion and things like that. So it's great to see young black people who are who are standing up in in their purpose yes. and very clearly prepared to go out, make a difference and things like that. And I mean, get into her photo. Oh, <laughs> she has she's ready to lead the nation. Bitch, I, I knew I was going to win. First stop student body. Next step city council. Mama watched that cone hearing was asking the TV questions. She was. Like, so we want to know. Yes, Alexandria, let's get to That's the right. Room. Ask ask her ALC. Ask her the real things. We need the information. Come on, Ayana. Drill down. Drill I'm, down. I'm I love it. Also, I also want to give uh one additional rose, and I'm gonna give it to Tyler Perry. Wow. And I'm gonna tell you why. The new Medea movie? I haven't seen that. Oh, okay. Because I'm but going. I'm, I'm probably gonna go I can't see it as well. Lie. I'm going. Here's why. I've had plenty to say about uh the quality of a lot of Tyler Perry's films, productions, but films specifically. Mm-hmm. But one thing I've always said about Tyler Perry that I do enjoy about him, or I can't appreciate, is that he gives black people work. I saw a clip, I think it was for a, a like a BET feature, of the Christie show. The girl who plays uh, Charlene on Instagram, you have seen Miss Charlene on yes, Instagram. Yes, I have seen Miss Charlene, Me- but I thought her name was really Charlene. <laughs> Of course you did. <laughs> I think you and many other niggas thought that, that was just really a lady from church named Shirley. I mean, yes, I did. So she has brought me so much joy, specifically with that character, for such a long time. You can ask Kia. She and I have shared so I many moments right with Charlene. I mean, it is. That's us. Kia. Right. So. Um, I saw, I guess she's like in the, the new Medea film, oh, which perfect, okay, right? Good. I saw this clip, I think again oh, was for BET with her talking about something like, um, how I went viral or when I went viral, something like that. But it was like 
talking about, I guess, her first viral video or one of the Charlene videos and how it's taken her now to being in this film and her being able to entertain for a living, which is what she always wanted to do. And she got emotional. And that just really touched me because I was like, you really have cracked me the fuck up on plenty of days when I've needed to be cracked the fuck up. And here you are living in your purpose right now. And Tyler Perry's black ass, for all I have had to say and can stand up in, here he is keeping his fucking eyes to the street, or at least the team is keeping their eyes to the street and saying and putting black people in positions to work it's beautiful. and things like that and I appreciate that about him yes. so go and see Tyler Medea's family um, funeral is that it? I'm gonna get the real name I think it is Medea's family I funeral. think it is Medea's family funeral it's the last Medea movie I have Pretty to go much. I, I have to see it in theaters I don't believe it I do I believe it. <laughs> I believe, like, I believe we're going to get, like... He tired of putting that wig and them titties on. He yes. tired. He ain't putting that shit on no more. <laughs> it's going to be a re- He's been Madea playing Madea reboot. for a long fucking time, Madea man. Like, reboot. 20 years. Oh, I know he tired of her ass. I bet them titties heavy. <sighs> okay, that whole bodysuit. Yeah. With a Madea family funeral. I really want to see the play more than the film. Oh, but yeah. I think they're done, aren't they? I think so. Yeah. I wouldn't even was it were there even tickets sold to that? It went it by like fast. Private. Like by the time I heard about it, they were like, Oh, it starts tomorrow, girl, we're done tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll go see the movie, whatever. Yeah, I definitely will. Hey y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work life balance can be tough, okay? If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all, listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. Okay, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until... You might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. 
All right. So this week in our pop culture segment, which is called Hot Tops New Jacked City. Yeah? I like that uh, one. Yeah? That's a good one. Okay. So <laughs> let's talk about... Let's talk about my favorite black fairy godmother, black exploitation heroiness, Houston goddess. Oh, wow. Every day that Solange is not the creative director of my life is a day failed. Mm-hmm. And I, can't, I can't say I disagree. It, the depression is so real. Um, so Solange, she uh, has officially come back to us with her album and film. That's right. When I get home, how do you feel about it? <laughs> she, I mean, every. I feel like everything we said last week. It just, it still stands. She's artsy. She's current she's cultured she's black as hell Mm -hmm. she's got a good percentage of ratchet in there i just love it Mm -hmm. she's country i just she's country as hell she really is proud loves where she's from Mm -hmm. i'm sorry you couldn't make it to houston for the album experience because it was a jolly good time it really was i'm sure it was so black she had it there was like screenings in different areas around Houston and they were all black owned spaces that like she went to when she was a kid like her mama salon sure so absolutely the location I got to go to was the Shape Community Center which is like I forget exactly Shape is an acronym but it's something about getting black lives and black kids together I saw her mention that I think on Black Planet or something (laughs) Right. So, so she did a Q&A afterwards. And, but during the movie, like the, the room was slowly filling up and all these black cowboys started walking in. And I was uh-huh. like, oh, we're about to have a moment. Yeah. And the whole time she was That's talking, your origin story. Right. I was like, <laughs> first of all, I really know how you feel right now because she was getting emotional talking about, you know, I can't believe not that I'm just back in Houston, but that like I'm paying homage to this place that made me and I love so much and I have so many memories and all this. And I'm like, damn, I just did that in Tulsa and I felt the same way like I really do get where she's coming from but also so much of that little movie thing that came out on Apple Music afterwards I was like bitch this looks exactly like Oklahoma (laughs) (laughs) these niggas riding horses down the street this is what we do (laughs) we go to the rodeo it's not like some you know like hashtag rodeo like some Instagram experience bitch we go to the rodeo like all the time So it just, I just felt like, oh man, so much of this just reminds me of my home and my upbringing. And then the music, I just felt like it sounded like, you know how you go to Dizzy's or someplace where they have live music? Yeah. And sometimes the band and the vocalists will just, like, they just go into like a jam session where Mm -hmm. they just play and sing and whatever. I was like, this is one like 45 minute session yes. and Solange just that's what I want from her track dividers on it yes. and that was it and you know we've already like she's talked about how she's cut songs down from mm-hmm. being like 45 goddamn right. minutes long <laughs> she did she said so you know, lord a lot of knows. them were 19 minutes and I had to make something happen <laughs> can you imagine like an uncut album like if she were to put together something like like re-release this or something mm-hmm. and put this together like the full sets of it i'll buy it i mean take I mean, everything no absolutely i just i 
<sighs> I don't know if maybe you have to be the type of nigga who likes to chill out and be high and, and get in tune with maybe. vibes or whatever, but I was feeling it. And what I really loved at the Q&A, she said, um, at when I was doing a seat at the table, I had, you know, so much to say. Yeah. And with this album, I had so much to feel. I get that. And I was like, I do, because this album is not heavy on the lyrics. It's heavy on the production. Mm. It's heavy on the music. Vibes. Right, yes. Yeah. It's very hashtag vibes, but I enjoyed it. I really loved being there. Thank you, Columbia, for having me, because I had a great time um, at that event. So, I hate that you couldn't make it, because you would have loved it. Doing it for the fame. fame. Nigga, you were also invited. Which one of us is in the new Beyonce book? Fame. It's not an official Beyonce book. It's not a part of book. It don't matter. You in a book about Beyonce. It came out today, nigga. So you don't get to call me famous, nigga. You in the Beyonce book. Somebody asked me to write something about Beyonce, and I was like, apparently. Yeah, that happens to regulars all the time. I forgot that I was even a part of it until the girls were like, oh, hey, Kipiri, do you know that you're in this book? I was like, I guess I'm in this book. I completely forgot. Totally average. Oh, you're just so famous that being in a book about Beyonce No, it's just that publishing a book takes a long-ass motherfucking time, and it wasn't my book, so I forgot that I was involved. Well, congratulations anyway with your famous ass. Um, so uh, my faves so far, okay. and these things fluctuate. Obviously, yes. you know, I'm still trying to figure out my favorite songs in Dirty Computer. And like, oh man, I like that. No, we don't even screw. When I get home, okay, yeah, you're right. You're right. Let me not get distracted. Um, for me to, at the moment, Benz is definitely. Benz is, yeah. It's, it's, I think it's my number one okay. at the moment. All right. Very closely followed by Stay Flow. Ah, Stay Flow is my number one. I, it's just, right now. that song and, and the visual, when I heard it, I mm-hmm. was like, this gives me late 90s, early 2000s, Tim, Aaliyah, Missy mm-hmm. vibes, which then led me to the realization that I need for Solange and Missy Elliott to do a long piece of production together. Yes, ooh, absolutely. Um, but yes, and then the video that it, it just gave me like Nicole Ray. It's the late nineties, mm. and Moesha is on. I love Stay Flow. I love it. Like, (laughs) I stand for it. I'm still not sure if it's my favorite or not. I love Ben's, though. But. Yeah. I also like Dreams. I love Dreams. Dreams is really good. My skin, my logo, of course. Yes. I had to stand. I love Sound of Rain. As soon as I heard. (laughs) I just have to say, when I heard Gucci ass come in on this I wasn't even shocked. I was like. And this Lamarche sounded so high yeah she sounded fucking blaze nigga i was like i i love this i just i every this needs to never stop (laughs) i hit play on that album and then looked up thinking this is one long ass song and it was four tracks later like yeah i just love her it's amazing amita obviously oh man and then when I drove on Almeida I was <laughs> I actually stopped at the red light and took a picture of the, of the street sign I couldn't help myself I was I like mean, I'm really doing this you're one of this. however many thousand just this week alone I'm right, sure I'm sure people are like going out there taking pictures I love that so many of the song titles are references to like places streets and so on yeah. highways byways in Houston I thought that that was mm-hmm. amazing Beltway. way to the show heard, loved that from the second I heard the clip mm-hmm. it's Good. just 
it's just all good. Like there isn't, there really isn't a, a part of it. I love all of the little interludes. I love, especially when you see mm-hmm. the visual that goes along with the, some of them. Yeah. Like that, that part where with the, can I hold the mic? I didn't realize that that was um, Diamond and Princess from Crime. Oh, Mama. yeah, yeah, yeah. So when I saw, when the, saw the visual video, of it. You were like, oh, my God. <laughs> especially since they, like, infamously can't stand each other. Right, right. Um, I don't know if they still don't like each other, but they very much could not yeah, stand each other that. for a while. But, yeah, another classic. Yeah, the Nothing Without Intention interlude was my favorite. Oh, yeah. Especially, I mean, because look what it comes, look at what it's coming off of, and then look at what it's leading into. <laughs> right. Uh, I, I mean, there were some parts of the movie I did not get. I was just like, this bitch is so weird. I mean, but but I still so, love right. it. Like, I love it. I don't understand what you're doing. I like, love the, that I don't the get The animated it. part, it, the, the little mm-hmm. things that were in, like, the field. I was like, I don't know what the fuck this means. I loved all of that stuff because I feel like, first of all, it makes me want to go back and watch it and watch it again and again and again and again. And then, like, try to do my own weird poor man interpretation of what it is that she's trying to say but I love the artistry the different cuts and all of the weird unexpected stuff I love I can't remember which uh, record it's for but um the is it dreams where they're like out in the front yard um, I think and then, like, so. it's like, like going, the woman is like slowly turning into like a tree or something. Oh, I don't know which. Yeah, it's panning back and forth between right. these two houses. Okay, and it's like the bitch is so weird. I it's love just it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> the whole thing with homegirl from Stefo dragging that like huge yes. machine behind her. It kind of reminded me of um, yes. Oh, didn't man. you know by Erica Badu? What a fucking shot that was! Oh my god. You could tell. These, I just these nose girls. Listen, just they're just they're where they need to be. I'm really into <laughs> like, it. I'm so and I just if you if you get the chance, go find her Q and A that she did after that album experience thing because it really just provided so much insight into the I bet. the record and what she was going through and she has a fence the girl. <laughs> I was like, of course your wretched ass has a fence the. I just love so, oh, so and Miss Tina started the the standing ovation for her <laughs> like. After it ended, the, everybody clapped. And Mama I, brought her flowers. Up. I saw all of that. I was like, Miss Tina's dead ass, the first one up, and then everybody immediately followed her. And it I'm just going to so say funny. it. I'm just going to say it. Okay. I'm just going to say it. I, I, I'm just going to say it. All right. I'm just going to say it. <laughs> I'm just waiting. <laughs> I want to be on Say Salon Job. <laughs> well, I think... You know, deep in our hearts, we all do. We're just afraid to say it out loud. I just did. Anger them. (laughs) I I know. I said it. I just said it, and I am. I am fully prepared to be for the universe to smack me back with a stay in your your lowly fucking place. I'm just saying it out loud because it's the truth, and all y'all know it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? We all want it. Just imagine, even a and 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 everything is love sized package. A cute eight nine records yeah. of their artistry just colliding. Fuck, you I know what? It. No, I don't. I don't. <laughs> I, do. I I want it. We don't fucking deserve it. Well, that's this true. world is not ready for that type of, but of, I want of it. art. Nonetheless, I want it, and I want it better. Let's get Trump out of office first. Let's get to the other side of freedom, and then we can talk. <laughs> About some shit like that. We don't deserve that shit in this okay. state of, of affairs. I mean, I take we'll it never deserve it, no, but I would love to see it. It would I just, just be nice. Oh, man. The two of them together. I'm such a fan. 
We just be happy when she. We just be happy when Beyonce put a caption on her fucking picture. You're speaking to us. Losing their minds, right? <laughs> oh wow, queen of communication, like nigga. Slunge. We're desperate for any attention Beyonce will give us. It's sad. And I don't know what this is on the cover. I want it. What what this is on that her thing on her head? On I her want face. it. I don't know what it is either. I'm like go off, you weirdo. I want her to design my life. <laughs> just, <laughs> Just I don't know too much of this. Let's throw that away. Yeah. Let's put this over here. I see where I see where you went wrong. Here, just I see read. where you tried to go right, but I see where it fucked up. I just wish she could be the Miranda Priestley of my soul. Just come fix everything in my life, Solange. Thank you so much. Uh is that the nicest thing? Is there anything is else? Is there nothing else good? <laughs> see if there's positivity. Oh. C Chains talked about um Ariana Grande. You know, he did a remix to that. Um, it's mine. I spend it. Oh no, that's his song. He did a he did a a remix to the the barbecue grill song. Oh okay. And um, he was speaking to uh, is this Rob Markman on Complex? And they basically talked about how that came uh, about. And in a nutshell. Two Chain said to to Rob Markman that <laughs> he absolutely recognized all of the um, similarities in his trap house mm-hmm. slash um, community service home, right? Uh, and Ariana Grande's barbecue grill house. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a trap house. It is. It is. <laughs> a Benny Hun. I don't know what you call it. <laughs> whatever um as well as you know the bead and and things like that but he chose not to say anything because he says i want it i i want to say didn't bother me but once again you don't want to get caught up into that man you're petty because i thought somebody has taken a little something out of my dna before and i haven't said anything because i don't want anybody it's supposed to be flattering or whatever but he also says that he uh met with Ariana Grande face to face I'm guessing through her people mm-hmm. and that she told him well yeah I thought the people knew her I took it for, I thought the people knew I got it from you I honestly thought that too because it was so blatant and he said well <laughs> how would people know that well how would the whites know that that's true how would they excellent point it's not petty to want to be acknowledged for the things you create but or credited at least it doesn't mean that you won't be treated as a petty, angry ass nigga. That's true. Especially since you're a grown ass man and Ariana Grande is like three foot two and a girl. Even though these exact same people be falling all over Taylor Swift sucking her dick every time she talk about her oh, copyright protections and intellectual bullshit. This oh my. <laughs> Y'all do that. When anytime Taylor Swift be like, um, excuse me, I'm a girl and girls do things. Y'all eat that shit up. So I don't I don't want to hear it when it comes to black people being like, um, this is blatantly our shit. And then you just came and stuck along. Say, shake it off. <laughs> say, say, shake it off one time on your song. I will send a dozen white people to you come. You know, she don't you. play. She her own fans. She'd be like, uh, you danced to my song in your wedding, cute or whatever, but off of YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations, but canceled. Anyway, so, I mean, you know, hey, girls, they say that uh, Ariana Grande and, and that other one, what was her ex's name? Big Sean, or our thing again. Oh, yeah. Instagram told me that, too. 
that the whole breakup with your girlfriend on board thing was was directed towards Big Sean, and then I think him, he and Janae Aiko broke up a while ago. What a stupid song! Gotten anything? Well, I haven't even listened to the song. As soon as I realized that it was a song, because of course, as soon as that album came out, which I haven't listened to the album yet, it's either, not bad. Y'all uh, immediately started putting "Break Up with Your Girlfriend" on board in all your Instagram captions, and I was like what is wrong with everybody it's quite melodically pleasing like I like the melody and and stuff to it but I hate the message of the song okay and I knew that even in the video it was gonna be like oh my gosh she's chasing around this guy and then she's gonna say she's gonna hook up with the girl that's what happens happens, oh girl okay like break up with your girlfriend because I want her get it guys (laughs) I knew that that's what was it it's like I get it you know I'm just a little too old for it or whatever exactly but she's just a kid whatever she's talented I don't think so I think she's Mid-twenties? Yeah. Early twenties? Like the rest of them we be talking about. I can't help but think that she's five because she won't take this goddamn fucking Samoa's ass thin mint's ass ponytail down. She does dress like the first day of kindergarten. Every time. She really does. For show and tell today, guys. Uh -uh. I brought my sweater. (laughs) I got all the sleeves stay intact. I just rub them and rub them. Um, oh god, I can't deal with your Ariana voice. Wendy Williams is back on her show. Woo! In whatever this is, she had on. And you mean that wig? That too. Oh, you meant that outfit. She's back on the show after I don't know how she was away for a while. Three months. Yeah, it was weeks and weeks. Three months. Um, loads of rumors around why that would have been. Most of them leaning towards. Uh, drama with her and her husband Kevin and his alleged uh, side chick slash uh, upcoming baby mama or something whatever that that's that whole story was just so convoluted like it's, it's a lot going on yeah. here but that man has been embarrassing Wendy for a while for, like, this for is not while. the first time but you know alright that's your man your she's back on the show and to that degree, she says uh, basically nothing. <laughs> she, she, she essentially showed them an, an old ass picture of of her and her husband from the eighties or nineties or something, where they both look incredibly different. Mm-hmm. And incredibly, and basically said that she ain't talking about her husband and she's also not leaving her husband. No, she said she's not talking about it until you see her without her ring on and she's never taken her ring off. So yeah. don't worry about how horrible her husband may or may not be to her. She ain't and ever talking about her business. She's talking about the rest of these husbands. Right. And I was like, you know what? To one degree, mm. I get that Wendy Williams, it's her job to like gossip or whatever and at the same time probably wanting a certain level of privacy my mama told me wendy williams don't take pictures with people really why not because i don't even remember why what the reason was but she said or is it that she doesn't i think she said that she doesn't take pictures with people out but i don't remember my mama watches it i guess okay are used to (laughs) but she told me something once along the lines of of how she even interacts with fans out in the street that wasn't like like nasty or bad but just it it said to me that she has like a certain level of like boundaries and privacy even with the public which i think everybody has a right to right yeah you need to. But it is difficult still to be as famous, as wealthy as you are at this point, and for you to not just talk about people's business, but talk about it very, 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 um... Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
It's a uh, hmm. What's, what's the, the What's the correct <laughs> adjective here? Because I don't want to just say some bullshit. Yeah, it's not just. It's not necessarily negative, even though it is negative. It's it's acerbic. It's okay. It's prickly. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> it's, it's spicy. It's, spicy is yeah. another one. It's like it's done with the intent to possibly drag slash hurt your feelings. It's it's very just unfiltered. It's very yes. um um whatever the fuck is at the tip of my tongue right now is what you're gonna hear. Yes, and that's what a lot of people like about her. So some people might find it hard to digest. Oh, girl, well, I'm simply not talking about it. Period. Mm-hmm. Um, moving on. Hey, girls, I'm back. Yeah, I personally, and I'm not even a big like. I don't watch a show like that. I, Wendy's another one I think I just appreciate as a black working successful person, a trailblazer. Yeah, in own right, definitely. Um, and I really don't really care too much about whatever the issue may or may not be with her husband. So I don't give a fuck about her not talking about <laughs> it. You know? Right, I don't care just because I feel like you really don't have to. Like, yeah, yes, she does talk about everybody else's business, but like. Everybody else has been talking about her business. So I feel like that's just the way the jobs go. Like, True. I don't come on my show to talk about me. Yeah, y'all all know my husband ain't shit. Why? I'm not going to sit up here and dedicate <laughs> my show to that. <laughs> well, we all going to sit here and talk about how Kevin has disrespected me <laughs> over and over. Got this bitch laid all the way the fuck up with a house and every damn thing else. If you know you ain't got no intention of leaving this nigga either, then right. what is there even to say? It ain't nothing. You know? Look, this picture, okay? This is it. That's who he fell in love with, and that's who I fell in love and with. And yes, I had bangs. <laughs> what this else? Was, this was before what the else titties and everything. Her? He loved me without my titties. <laughs> like, okay, when what else do you want to fucking talk about? Kevin knows where the bodies are buried. That's all I had to to ascertain from this. Because I don't even know if in these past three months they actually you know, made any ground on their relationship? Like, are things actually better? Is he not seeing that other girl no more? I think that she, I think that she was not feeling well. I don't even think that her hiatus really had, according to her, much to do with that. Like, I really don't know or care entirely why she was gone again because I'm not, like, a dedicated fan, as I yeah, said. Yeah, no, I don't look at it regularly. I was kind of, like wondering over the past couple of weeks like oh well why is she going for so damn long right like it's what's been a long time you know what's going on with that so for fans of wendy and for her and her her business <laughs> in itself good for her she might be having health remember she uh fell, fell out. out yeah yeah i assumed it was that halloween yeah so maybe it's complications who knows but i certainly don't fault her for not being like let me drag myself yeah let me my come up on show. here and talk about all no, of the, thanks. the, the rest embarrassing of y'all, <laughs> the rest of y'all are doing a good enough job of that i really don't have to join in y'all have it covered honestly yeah so yeah good i mean well not good luck because that nigga's awful but i hope your health improves and you're having a good time. Yeah. And you and see. thanks for the gifts and memes. Stay rich. <laughs> um, so <laughs> the second shut in list typically typically I put people on there who I'm either uh I I may have once been a fan of theirs or appreciative of of them in one sense and I'm choosing not to talk about them because they have real issues or I just feel like they are they are at a place where it would be either fucked up to talk about them because they clearly need help mm-hmm. or they're in like a dangerous place but usually it's it's from a place of concern I would 
would put Kodak Black on that list because it's clearly something wrong with this child, but I don't give a fuck about him. Okay. For several reasons, you could just Google. But he was at live in Miami where all kinds of <laughs> poor decisions are made. <laughs> but um, someone gave him a microphone because he's famous and I don't know if he was hosting, it was his birthday, I don't know what the celebration is, but this nigga's in there without a shirt for whatever reason and um miss i don't know if you should have died when you were a baby is like his new diss right did you think that up all on your own in this clip that was uploaded to the instagram and the tweets um he is he says that like three different times but at one point he says Where's Lil Wayne at? Where's Lil Wayne at? And starts laughing. Niggas with him are laughing. And then he says, should have died when you was a baby. And you can even hear a couple people in the clip going like, uh, what? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I still don't know where that came from. No, I don't think, I don't think he does. I don't think anybody does. Wow. Um, Color me nay. You know, she doesn't play about her daddy. (laughs) I had to think about who the hell you was talking about. The Regine Carter. That's right. She don't. She posted a, a photo of her daddy holding her as a baby. Very cute photo. The captions that says, um, you new little rappers need to start giving props and respect to the goat. That goat still makes me laugh. It, I don't care how many LL Cool J's put in front of my face. Like <laughs> it, that it, it's a goat. Like it's just, it, I get it. It just, I can't help. Yeah. Especially when people either use the GOAT emoji or just put the word GOAT. Like when it's an acronym or yeah. something, I feel like I can just take... It makes a difference when it's in all caps. Right. But when, when you just, just put the word like GOAT. The animal, right. <laughs> like, so you you are a GOAT? Because <laughs> my experience with GOATs... Like, <laughs> I'm childish. Right. But like, GOATs eat garbage. And they stink. Like bad. <laughs> Woo, Adorable creatures, super cute creatures. Yeah, but, but stanking as hell. Uh, anyways, uh, you need to give start giving raps and respect to the girl. My father don't bother nobody. He won't even react to what was said. This man be in his own world, so leave him the fuck alone. You picked the night he didn't go to live to say that. You bold. LOL. Hashtag. I hate these new little niggas. <laughs> <laughs> Same. No respect at all. Don't tell me to stay out of it because that's my father and you motherfuckers don't give him his credit and it's a shame. This nigga whole album sound like my daddy old shit. Get the fuck out of here. Well, damn. So I simply agree. I mean, I haven't heard Kodak Black's album to know, but if Reginae says so, I don't have no reason to. I mean, well, I haven't either, but I do agree that a lot of these new niggas need to be more respectful. Like this literally is where you are drawing so much of your inspiration from. Okay. Lil Wayne walked so that you could fly. I don't understand. And you shouldn't even be able to do that. <laughs> to be quite honest with you, because say what you want about Lil Wayne of today, of yesteryear, of whatever. Wayne can rap. Kodak Black can barely Oof. be understood. Like, I don't even... And the nigga look like the dust yeah. bunnies from Big Comfy Couch. Right. It's it's a combination of no skill and not not attractive to look at. So I just... Like, how are you here? <laughs> want to be as far away from Kodak Black in every... Possible Fuck aspect. That nigga. So then he gets on Instagram Live or whatever. Oh right? Lord, why? That should have been the end of it. 
I wish you could like zoom out like yourself <laughs> when you, when you broadcast because oh. <laughs> to be that close to you ain't shit you want the option where you could just make it like on facetime the little bitty box right just we're just, just gonna minimize you because you're taking up too much of the screen <laughs> oh you ain't shit he basically went like and I don't know much about this young man or care. I don't know if he's special, if he's high, what. But, like, he's very clearly, if I gave a fuck enough to put him on the sick and shut in list, that's where he would belong. But I'm not going to do that for, again, several reasons. I believe that he's trash and this doesn't help. But anyway, he tried to downplay it and act like he wasn't being disrespectful. They told him that Lil Wayne was coming to show him love and... And so it wasn't a disrespectful thing. You saying, hey, where's little Wayne? He should have died when he was a baby. What? Like, the rest of us are so confused by We this. don't understand, sir. We don't understand where it came from, why you would be mad at Lil Wayne, why, you, like Regine said, you picked the one night that he wouldn't have lived to say that shit. Anyway. Why, if you really had an issue with him, why you wouldn't try to handle that privately or at least keep the rest of I don't think that he does. I don't think that, that Kodak Black knows where he is. Okay. You know, and, and, I, and I mean that. Yeah. I mean it. I know you do. He referred to Regine as Lil Wayne's boss head daughter on that same Instagram live. Oh, Lord. Like, as if she was starting some mess. No, nigga. Everybody has questions. Yeah. She took it personal because that's her daddy and she's tired of y'all trying to And nigga. it makes sense. And Lil Wayne is not finna get on Instagram He's not. You, she's right. <laughs> right. That's Regine's generation. And she's, she's getting right. you niggas her peers together. She is doing, like... Any anybody who loved their daddy and like stand for their daddy would do the exact damn same. So I don't even know why he tried to make it like Regina is stepping outside of her lane. Like you talking about her fucking daddy, bro. You know what you need? Get him out of here. Clarity. You yes. need some. <laughs> Mr. Daddy said, you "Need some stability around here." Okay. That's what you need. Yeah, Kodak Black need a lot of water and a long nap. I know for sure. That nigga need a detox because you got to be out of it. I, I know that girl. That urine. Oh, okay. Is dark is <laughs> <laughs> it's dark that's what it is it's you're holding like... up traffic green means <laughs> not green <laughs> so if you want to uh, 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 you got some green piss uh, 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 if you want to <laughs> you got a green piss gross so what else yeah, is there I was there thinking to it was probably like burnt orange it looks like a sunset mm, very um cause that nigga's not at all hydrated liquor is not hydration fool <laughs> very much the San Francisco bridge color oh god <laughs> gross <laughs> Very much a rust. Mm-hmm. What a dirty old, just shiftless color of like talking about people's kids because because you out here sounding crazy and fucking inaudible. I feel like Kodak Black and Regine can't possibly be that far apart in age. I'm. I think she's probably older than him. He's twenty one. But yeah, she's probably. I, wait, is she like twenty one too? Maybe twenty. She's twenty. Yeah. Oh. So yeah, she was getting her peers together. That's right, little girl. And how dare you? I'm, how dare you? Honestly, you have a career because of my daddy. You should be saying thank you. Praise God you didn't die when you was a baby. Boy, get on. That's somewhere. like if Quavo was like, hey, where Gucci Mane at? 
should have just let it be wild, disrespectful right quick. <laughs> and didn't he? Don't Kodak Black is always in trouble for like assault and like yes. sexual misconduct. So yeah. that nigga can go. Yeah. Bye, bye, girl. Bye, sis. I don't need a part. And I don't enjoy your music either. So, um, no. So let's talk about the red table. <laughs> I had a feeling. <laughs> Did you watch it? So, um, I heard Jordan Woods sell lashes. Who want lashes? <laughs> because, <laughs> I'm, I'm buying lashes. Who wants some lashes? Ooh, are we talking about that beat? Because damn, it was perfect. That makeup was perfect. Just the edges and the and the pullback. Yeah. With the back the background. Mm-hmm. I mean, but you know. Yeah. She best friends with them. Kardashian was. mood board though. Yes. Like honestly, where they draw their inspiration. Snatched. <laughs> the makeup was obviously there but very natural and pretty she looked like somebody who just came to talk about this shit so y'all could get off her fucking Instagram and that was it you just gonna sit down with Auntie Jada real quick yep. and talk about it and she gonna chastise you a little too much in my opinion and and we'll taste that yes we'll get into and that and then we're gonna move the same because we got her same no matter what yeah so the Red Table Talk interview happened with Jordan Woods about this whole tryst with Tristan and I I wonder if anybody else did that. Um, I wouldn't. Someone else had to have done that. Uh, probably one of the white blogs that yeah, we don't pay attention to. Maybe. Yeah, because it's right there. I mean, it's literally in your face. Yeah. Um. So she went on there, and, and it was an interview I didn't expect to pay much attention to. You know, we we briefly talked about it and stuff. Yeah, I had no intention of really looking at it. But I came here ready to read Khloe Kardashian this week. <laughs> oh, okay, good. I don't think I, I mean we'll see how I feel. Okay, it was just not my read, but <laughs> I mean, she always could be. Um. So Jordan basically went on there. She talked about going to this party at Tristan's house. Uh, she also described him as Khloe's ex. Um, very much on the side, but thank you so much, girl. Caught that, and um, you know, having a little too much to drink, not necessarily being blackout drunk, but being, I guess, drunk enough to make not so great choices. She said she didn't stay the night, she didn't sleep with him. He kissed her, she allowed it. Um, she placed like a wild amount of blame on herself. Um, for being there, drinking, and a whole bunch of stuff. And I wasn't a fan of that part. As well as, like, I felt like Jada also could have been like, okay, girl, well, I hear you, mm-hmm. a fraction. Yeah. Let's also, like, swerve around this real quick and come back to, you know? Right. Because she said, Jordan at one point said something like, you know, I... I can't blame Tristan either because I should have never been in that position. And girl, I'm like, girl. so literally none of y'all niggas gonna blame Tristan? Is, <laughs> is black Twitter gonna be the only niggas that call out what's actually going on here? Yes. Like, you ain't blaming the nigga neither, my nigga? Like, come on, man. I didn't, I didn't care for that too much because it's like, his house, I'm assuming you drinking his liquor, mm. okay, his baby, his <laughs> baby mama. Yep. Okay, his lips approaching yours. At some point, I get like wanting to take accountability for it and not wanting to point fingers. Yeah. But at some point, you got to be like, this is a grown ass nigga who right. at, who was the one who really needed to be most responsible in this right. situation. You know, so. I really felt like Jordan went wrong when she didn't, when Chloe and whoever the other one was asked her about it. And she didn't say the part about Tristan tried to kiss me on my way out. Like, you should have just told them that when they first asked you before this hit the shade room and the rest of us found out about it. But other than that, like, 
this little girl was taking on way too much of the blame. Like, I completely understood that story from start to finish. Yeah. I was like, I could, I really buy it. Y'all yeah. just was in the club. Y'all picked a house to go to because, of course, all of you are, like, rich and famous. So mm-hmm. you could just pick somebody's house. And then it was like, you know, the after-hour spot. Everybody is still there drinking, playing games, whatever the fuck else y'all was doing. Like, this is what happens. Brown people do this. So I just, you know, the Kardashians are the ones who took the situation and made it into this whole big shit storm. And even after the Red Table Talk aired, which I think they were pissed about, that's that's an actually powerful, influential talk family about in it. Hollywood. Was big like, facts. And, and I loved that they made sure to FaceTime Will in at the beginning. Absolutely. He told the story. Listen, yes. Look, I, I have known Jordan since before Jordan knew Jordan. Okay, this little girl is is family to us, and, and we got since you. her daddy passed, I have made sure to take her under my wing, and we are not gonna let this world break you because they will do it. And I just not like Will and Jada. If anybody knows about dealing with fame, mm-hmm. it's them too. Like it's that family. So they peeped. I just love that they were like. We know this white bullshit is going on. However, we're we're never going. And then Jada just kind of, I felt like it had to be like they were trying to be as quote unquote fair as possible by being like, okay, you have to take your responsibility for this or you have to acknowledge how this looks. Definitely lessons that she could have learned and hopefully did learn in that situation. And I think that was the focus of what Jada was trying to do there. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I don't really fault anybody for you know my little pickiness about it i don't Mm -hmm. think i think it was a good interview and it was the intention was was great but yeah like my thing with 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 the whole drama of it is exactly what you said so for those of you who don't know uh chloe's far too grown for this ass got on twitter 34 i don't even know exactly but she's 30 something i'm about to look it up so she said um on twitter why are you lying jordan woods she is 34 if you're going to try and save yourself by going public instead of which like it's right there like it's (laughs) right there like you telling yourself instead of calling me privately to apologize first at least be honest about your story by the way you are the reason my family broke up the dragging began. <laughs> it did. <laughs> like, that's where the dragging began because how fucking late no, girl. and and birdish of you. <laughs> Are you fucking yes. serious, girl? Yes. You a grown ass, <laughs> as Destin says, you a grown titty woman. Yes, grown titty woman. This girl's 21. Right. And you out here saying that she broke your family up because your hoe nigga that we know is a hoe right. kissed her? He already in pictures with some other bitch throwing the middle finger up. Like, I don't give a fuck. Simultaneously. I've been begging to be free. Cloward, <laughs> what are you talking about? She followed that up by saying, Tristan is equally to blame, bitch. but Tristan is the father of my child. So? Re- like, that's that's exactly why he's not equally to blame. He's the most to blame. Right. Like, <laughs> what are you... F- Overwhelmingly. Regardless of what he does to me, I won't do that to my daughter. What a dizzy... What the fuck does that... Fucking... That doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> yes. No matter what he does to me, I won't do that to my daughter. You won't do what? Tell the fucking truth? <laughs> Hold her daddy accountable? Is that punishment for that little girl? Oh, my God. What a dumbass. He has been addressing this... He has been addressing this situation <laughs> privately. <laughs> yeah. What other bitches? <laughs> you stupid ass 
furthermore, he has not been addressed. He was the first person to address the situation <laughs> by lying and saying that it didn't happen. Wow, nigga. She says if Tristan were to lie publicly about what conspired, which he did, then yes, I would address him publicly as well, which you did not. So I don't know why she thinks Jordan is lying. Why does she think Jordan slept with him? That's what I don't understand. You taking whoever's word over this girl that you claim you treated like a little sister? This is going to be my pre-read because I just feel it welling back up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let it out. First of all, how the fucking Black History Month, Women's History Month, That's right. That's right. fuck dare you? Tell her. First of all, you are really on the internet opining <laughs> over this nigga who does it, who is desperately crying out yeah. for the emancipation of Cloclo. <laughs> From, I should That's say. Right. He so desperately wants you to leave him the fuck alone, sis. And here you are talking about you not going to say nothing to him because y'all are a family. And even though he disrespects your ass all of the goddamn time, you not going to say anything because of your daughter who will simply see it anyway. Because you think none of this is going to come up? Like it's already out, girl. <laughs> The nigga was cheating on you when she was still cooking. That's right. We all remember. Like this, this isn't even the first time this has happened. He's just blatantly cheating on her. Just cheesing, throwing up the peace sign to TMZ with d- different bitches every weekend. Not giving a damn. As this is happening and you're tweeting about it, he's at fucking fucking Nobu, yep. clinking glasses and drinking sake and yep. shit with new with new friends and white people and girls and all kinds <laughs> of shit. Just not giving a fuck. That nigga don't want you, and you know that. So this is what irks me about it, right? Because I fully believe they had not been together for quite a while. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Tristan was going to do him regardless. Even if they were together, he was still going to be a hoe because that right. is clearly who he's he a is. Young <laughs> professional athlete, of course, he's going to be a hoe, and has openly said before that he just loves hoeish yeah. life li- living. He loves hoe living. <laughs> hoe life is for him. Let that man hoe. Pe- that's what he wants to do. He does. He wants the whole freedom. He's been trying to break a loose <laughs> by blatantly hoeing around on you, and you just won't let him go. I believe that they have not been together. He yeah. fully kissed that girl. Should not have done it, mm-hmm. especially seeing the connection that she already has with the family. Right. But Chloe saw this as, oh, this is going to be the moment where I can fully go into victim route. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Start this up for the next season and destroy two Negroes at once. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what she was not prepared for, yeah. like you said, yeah. was for Jordan to have a platform, a pretty respected one at that, right. with a family that we respect yes. and have respected for longer than y'all. Right. Right. That are also good at things. Yes. They can do many things. <laughs> yeah. They have talent. They're good at the things they do. The, the like parents that. as well as the children. Right. They are good at stuff. Everybody's talented. We like them because they provide things. Yes. Not to mention Jaden just gave Flynn a whole bunch of water. Right. We like them. Mm-hmm. We do. So you weren't prepared for Jordan because y'all are so used to going and collecting niggas that you feel like you can easily belittle. And the only fucking platform that they would have is the Shade Room via their Instagram live. Yep. That's right. <laughs> not Jordan Woods though ho not with Uncle Will and Aunt Jada cause what the fuck can Chris Jenner say to Jada or to Will thing. no the fuck thing. thing I just got mad I just got pissed nothing <laughs> 
No, niggas will ride. We will fucking Nothing. ride. You got us fucked up. This is Super Mario Brothers, bitch, and you got a whole bunch of niggas to get through. Many levels a before you life. hit that final yes. boss. It's okay. just not going to happen. Everything. And you already know that. That's why Chloe came back well, maybe like <laughs> a day, day later <laughs> the very next with day. a quick cleanup. Because niggas came for her email. After we, like I was, I really didn't give a shit about the story. Still don't. But after I saw Jordan get like emotional talking about her, her sister can't go to school, her family can't go outside because people are talking so crazy to them. I'm like, oh, and you grown no. ass heifers yes. are out here inciting you that shit. Grown ass women. And do you have any room to say anything? No. no. Let's talk to Trina about the niggas that you mopped off her motherfucking ass. Let's discuss Lauren London. Let's talk to Black China or to Amber Rose or to Justine Scott or to Tanache. Let's talk. Yes. Larsa Pippen, you 50 goddamn years old, <laughs> sis. Didn't you almost lose your bag and over you future? Yes, just a couple of you years ago. No you was out here with future and we all knew it, bitch. <laughs> if you don't get your ass off of the Wi-Fi. All of y'all hoes. ATL. Ridiculous. ATL. Oh, ATL twin. Yeah. Ma- what, Malika? Malika, whatever. Girl, you sis. Gotta go sit down. You Hollywood gotta go sit down. diva. Sis. Step uh-huh. up to the front. Go moisturize them tracks. Weren't you um weren't you banned from, from your nigga's funeral because his wife told you that you couldn't come? Remember how you got on the internet after that man got killed and act, acted like you had lost something when he had a whole wife and family? You what are you talking you to this little girl about? And all of y'all, all of y'all are hoes. Let's just talk to Tristan's first baby mama. Let's just talk to her. <laughs> Let's just, like, none of y'all hoes who have been dragging Jordan Woods have any room I'm to talk. I'm so blown by the audacity. Yes. Like, the nerve Truly. is what really fucks me up off of this shit. Y'all are, like, are so entranced and obsessed with, with, with blackness and... The access to like black relevancy yep, yep. and having black kids and all of this shit. But you always want to surround yourselves with people that you, with black people specifically, that you feel like when you are tired of or if they get on your nerves, you can easily take them down. You weren't ready for the, for this goop. Like right. you weren't ready for Jordan Woods to nope. walk in there looking good, mm-hmm. sitting in front of jo- uh, Jada. Looking and, incredible. So pretty. And honestly, not only do we believe her, we, I, let me speak for myself. I don't even give a fuck if she lying. Nope. She could have sat in that nigga's lap. She could have done a motherfucking spread eagle yep. and, and tongue that nigga down. I still wouldn't give a fuck just because of the history and I don't like y'all and you would deserve it because look at the, uh, the yeah. shit that y'all do. You on your own show talking about, oh, people call you a nigga lover all of the day. I just love black cock. Get over it. Blah, 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 blah. Not to mention this picture that was just unearthed of you and these black girls chained up with you dressed like a pimp. <laughs> <laughs> Megan Good now married to a preacher. Mm. I can only hope that he he just clowned her. Just rolled over the <laughs> like, next day when this, this came is, up and was like, "This is what you was on. This I'm is so, really the type of shit you was doing." So, no. Where my chain? The Kardashians I, I, I were prepared no for for Jordan to have that layer of support for Will and Jada to come out and say, "We already know how these people are, and we got you no matter what." And then you know, black folks, we just gonna rise up automatically for this little. I mean, she's twenty one. Twenty fucking. And one. all these grown ass bitches in their mid thirties and up. And we know you're cussing this girl nigga. out. You the reason my family uh, broke up. Like this nigga ain't been trying to break up with you for months. You act like we talking about fucking <laughs> TD Jakes or something. Like some <laughs> saved <laughs> ass right. nigga. It's like. <laughs> My goodness, Jordan, what did you do to this man? We all thought, Not a like, goddamn thing. No, that nigga has been trying to escape right, 
for the longest motherfucking time, mm-hmm. girl. We've been new. If it wasn't Jordan Woods, it would have been somebody the fuck else. That's but you right. thought that this was going to be something that you could whip into a great um, story for yourself where you could play the victim and you wouldn't be as embarrassed mm-hmm. to exit out of this relationship. Right. Because it's very clear that the nigga just don't want to be with you. But you felt like this would be the opportunity to be like, oh my God, look what these horrible people did Woo. to me. All I have left is my baby. Girl, you better go change some diapers and love on that beautiful thing and leave us the fuck alone. I feel bad for you. You're still very fucking rich. Like... I don't and you like you lose them how you get them girl you was hoeing when you got him I don't give a fuck you need to worry about why the tip of your birth canal smell like hot earring backs and maybe then wow. you and that <laughs> vapus could keep a nigga around longer than six to eight weeks cause Lamar said something in your pussy ain't right something crawled up there and died you ain't rinsed out the crevices yet and it's still up there fermenting in your shit girl Thermal earring bags. You need to let somebody rinse your pussy out. Warm. That's what you need to do. Go to the fucking doctor, girl. They can press down on your uterus or something. Get whatever's in there out, girl. Sautéed earring bags. You would. Ra- I mean, I'm 36 years old. I cannot imagine blaming a 21 year old for my relationship ending when my partner was out here willingly giving this dick to anybody who would take it for months. Bitch, <laughs> get these hoes the fuck. What out a bird! I I can't believe anybody has sympathy for these bitches. I can't. I, I can't even. You gotta also. You gotta be the same type of bird. You gotta. You gotta be that type of bitch who ain't never gonna blame your man for fucking up. It's always gonna be the woman's fault. And you say this shit like, "Oh, he's equally to blame." But no, girl, like he's the one in the relationship with you. He is more to blame. But y'all hoes be so obsessed with keeping a dick around that you'll never want to admit that or acknowledge it. You can't say it. And often that, oftentimes that can be said, especially when it's like a nigga who is like clearly trying to keep access and control and manipulate that same girl who is falling for it and blaming the yeah. wrong person or whatever. But you're talking about a nigga again who is like, I would simply like to be removed <laughs> from this narrative. I just don't want to have nothing to do with the bitch. Yeah. Like if she could just leave me alone so I could be a hoe. Right. Tristan not agreeing to do like Tristan and Chloe reality show. He ain't trying to go to marriage counseling, relationship therapy. He ain't trying to do none of that shit. He's trying to be out here fucking as many bad bitches as he can. Period. And all you doing is slowing him down. You and that baby, because I doubt he check in too often with her either, which is a damn shame. But I would not be surprised. March second, the very second day of Women's History Month. (laughs) Started off right. Chloe said, "This has been an awful week." And I know everyone is sick of hearing about yeah, it. Yeah, we are, bitch. I'm a roller coaster of emotions and have said things I shouldn't have. Honestly, Tristan cheating on me and humiliating me wasn't such a shock as the first time. The first time we heard about? Right. Or the first time it actually happened? What's been harder and more painful is being hurt by someone so close to me, someone whom I love and treat like a little sister. But Jordan is not to be blamed for the breakup of my family. This was Tristan's fault. I have to move on with my life and count my blessings, my family, my health, and my beautiful baby, True. That's what you should have said from the very fucking beginning. That's what you should have just said. And and one would hope that a 34-year-old grown-ass woman with a clearly dog-ass nigga would just say that. that, You would hope that would be common sense. Because you're too old for this. 
This uh, it's your fault, bitch. My, my, my man. That is shit I would expect two 21 year olds to do because y'all are young and don't have no goddamn sense. <laughs> but Khloe Kardashian is grown. So it just was ridiculous all the way around. Team Jordan. So, you know, Chris Jenner like dodged into the room with uh, the publicist uh, and said, Chloe. The spooks are mad. The spooks are mad. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, do something. Chris would have let that shit, she would have let them drag Jordan for the rest of eternity if the Smiths had not stepped in. I really believe full, that. Full, absolutely. Full fledged yep. merch and 100%. all. 100%. <laughs> like, Chloe Kardashian, 100%. torches. Yes. And pitchforks. That's right. They're also saying uh, Travis Scott, you know, he canceled his uh, recent concert. Oh, r- did he? Rumors of cheating on his baby mama. Damn, he canceled his show his in Instagram. Tulsa too. Oh, did he? <laughs> well, who thought Travis Scott was being faithful? I don't know why. <laughs> I saw someone on Twitter say um, that, you know, this goes to show you how a lot of white women or quote unquote like I was gonna say exotic I just hate that term so much yeah like racially ambiguous women there you go who um either have or buy black features uh-huh. how they feel like they can then loop these dog ass niggas in but they won't be treated and like disrespected the, the way that black women will and it's just like you you really had thought <laughs> And I don't, I really don't think that that's the situation in this case. I'm, I know the situation for many a white woman, uh-huh. but I don't think that's the situation in this case. I, I think fully Travis think Scott... that she just was gagged that mama had Jada in her back pocket. I do. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I mean, but they should have known because the whole reason that family knows her is it's because of them. Jaden introduced yeah. Jordan to Kylie. So they should have known that Jada was going to open that platform right on up. Come on, baby. <laughs> they probably just don't watch Red so. Well, I mean, you don't have to watch it, but bitch, you had you had the wrong niggers this time. You know, that's Kobe, what I love. Chloe went on that Hollywood Divas was acting like she ain't never heard of Paula J. Parker. Did she? She went on that show and le- legit was like clowning the whole thing, craft services and everything like that. Like, oh, fuck her. Oh, is everything so? And this is the fucking hill that you want to die on, ATL. If you don't <laughs> sit your black dumb ass that's down stu- somewhere, I'm really not thinking about that, bitch. Like you are one dumb motherfucker. Like you, <laughs> they say that's diamond why- and silk for the Kardashians. That's what you are. You <laughs> they, bitch. They said that's why your wigs always shifted. <laughs> and that and I was is like, why. Oh my gosh. <laughs> They're always off a touch. Like, you such good friends with these bitches, but they can't even put you in touch with whoever is doing their hair because their hair look better than yours. And you need to ask yourself why that is. So, um, I'm hearing talks that uh, the Jordan crime meme might officially be retiring in 2019 for the R. Kelly crime meme. And it's a good one, The R. Kelly cry face is a a really... It's almost cartoonish. well, and the way he behaved was that yeah. it was buffoonish. <laughs> so you're on a roll it all makes sense. These celebrities have been pissing me off, boy. They all out their minds. When Jordan Woods said on Red Table Talk, I don't want your, your situation. situation. <laughs> <sighs> I had to pause this computer. <laughs> I had to pause it. Jordan was like, bitch, I don't want to have no fucking newborn baby at home. <laughs> what a daggerish read. What a what With a just... this dumbass nigga who I done watch cheat on you over and over, bitch. I'm not stupid like your st- grown ass. stealthy, uh, cutting read. Oh, nigga. Woo. Chile. All right. Um, R. Kelly. What else is there even to say? First of all, Damn. before you even talk about his, his buffoonery again, 
Um, let me just point out that he got picked up again. <laughs> over just, just a few hours ago. Hundred, literally a few hours ago, a hundred and seventy thousand dollars in back child support for Andrea <laughs> Kelly's kids. So back in the clink he goes. <laughs> Sorry, he is just having a shit time. Well, yeah, it, because all the shit that he has had coming for years and years is showing up. And he and and the crazy thing, it's like his frustration and wilding out it it seems to be because he really thought that he just beat it. Yeah. Because he keeps referencing that he beat this case and y'all can't... <laughs> Gail was like, you were acquitted. Acquitted. <laughs> like, but fine. <laughs> Gail's like, let's be clear. It's I, not like you presented a bunch of counter evidence and won. I stand. <laughs> that girl just wasn't willing to testify. And that's why you got acquitted. That was it. Because they couldn't prosecute you without her testimony. I'm going to name them. <laughs> she was like, I'm going to name them. Joycelyn Savage. She gave us all seven names. <laughs> like every single one of them. So all she said, all of these women all that lying. don't know each other have the same story. And they're mm. all lying on you? Absolutely. And blamed mm. it on social media. Yeah. One, all you got to do is type whatever you want to. And if that get any traction, then all of a sudden you're getting a book deal and a reality show. Who has gotten a reality show based off of Literally fucking R. Nobody. Kelly? I, I was racking my brain like, what show is this? I don't even know what the fuck he's Well, his wife about. was on that, um, that show on VH1. Your wife is totally different. Yes, it <laughs> 100% is. 100% different. Yes. So I don't... Andrea, Andrea, she shouldn't even count in this conversation. Like, that's not the same at all. You talking, we talking about these girls who in the recent past have said R. Kelly did these things. Like, so we just like, supposed to... Like and he really even outside of like, those seven, we're talking about, like, in your current case, four, four specific... Right. yeah. Right, no, these four, right, are the ones who are, like, ultra-recent right. or whatever. But she's but naming like, these girls. Right, who were in the documentary. None of them were so, Andrea. So they're all, right, so they're all lying. <laughs> they all just, and he really tried to make it yeah. seem like, yeah, the bitch went viral on Twitter, and so now everybody else is jumping in, like, me too. Like, no. She asked him, they're lying, like, he he kept maintaining that all of these women are lying on him. Yep. And I think he's just blown away that, because <laughs> He feels like, what the fuck was that? I, so many fucking films. There was a lot of quotes. I was going to say like... In my way, way past. It's like he is just blown away by the fact that he's in this position again. Yep. He thought that he got away with it. And because he so like easily got away with it too, mm -hmm. felt like he could continue doing the bullshit yep. and nobody was going to hold him accountable. He never, when she asked him, have you ever uh, slept with... Um, uh, like Anyone under Andre's or something like yeah. that. Like he danced around that question. Uh, I mean, so I said earlier, I wasn't going to talk about my other situation because of my new situation. But uh, I just want to say that like y'all trying to bring up my past and make it into now. Yeah, Cause you still doing it, nigga. You still doing it. <laughs> I just, sir. I good think luck. R. Kelly, you know what? After I've watched, cause I, <laughs> Not I watched all three parts of what aired today. I think more is coming out later this mm -hmm. week because it really was a long sit down with Gail. Yeah. And I can only imagine the fun they had editing that. He said that um I think specifically Joycelyn's parents, he like said that they basically sold her yeah. to him. He was like, So how come it's only a problem now that y'all not getting paid? And it's like, so you're admitting that you were paying these people to like lease their daughters? Like what? that's not Do you even do you realize that that's sex trafficking that you're talking about? Like you can't that isn't 
that isn't legal. You can't do that. You can't hold people against their fucking will and have these. Uh, it's just he's going to jail. The whole you going, you going, you are <laughs> you going are going to jail to jail. And I just have to. I know our Kelly's broke because no lawyer who was getting paid would let you go on TV and talk to Gail King in the middle. I know when his publicist came out after he had that full on tantrum, that yeah. nigga in his head was probably like, "God damn, I got to be on are camera." <laughs> The makeup artist dabbing all that sweat and shit. I was like, Robert is performing. <laughs> right. right. He's now. like, and I want them to keep the cameras on while they're doing this. You can't keep doing this to me or whatever. And Gail was like, yeah, we're rolling. We're not. Like, <laughs> Gail was like, all right, Robert, Robert, no, like an it. elementary school teacher. She's gonna, I need you to talk to me, okay? It don't make no sense for you to just be sitting there oh, at the camera for hours and hours. Her patience. Top a notch. Mother, I cannot. A mother. And I can so good. And but it's yeah. just like, it's another part of the reason why the the Michael Jackson documentary Lord is so God. difficult for me, bro. Because, again, as I said before, this is a nigga who, first of all, R. Kelly, I love how he said there was not one thing, one positive thing that was said about me in that in that that documentary or whatever. Nigga, like the first half hour, 45 minutes of it was basically an R. Kelly documentary. Right. It was just like, this is where he grew up. He was so brilliant, although the nigga couldn't read or write. And, you know, he went through some hard shit and, you know, he was so, so smart and, and blah, 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 whatever. The teachers, family member, like you legit are mm-hmm. delusional. Yeah, You know what is. I'm saying? But... Not only did you have people who did say nice things about you, most of those people who knew you very well, either because they were related to you or knew you when you were a kid or worked with you from the beginning of your career, a lot of times were trying to defend you mm-hmm. and ended up incriminating you even more simply because <laughs> how can they not? The truth is just the fucking truth. Right. And there's not really much way to dance around that, especially since you have dangled mm-hmm. the bullshit in front of the faces of people for so long thinking that you could get away with it, right? right. Versus this Michael Jackson, Mac, ah, Michael Jackson documentary, which they got some nerve for this shit being four motherfucking hours. My word. I've only seen part one because it, it I've only when seen, I was gone to the thing. Right, so I've I had only to seen watch the first part too. Yeah. But that, yikes. Woo. That, it's rough. It is. It's rough and I feel like, again, mm. I don't have a, there's nothing blocking me from receiving what could be the truth about Michael Jackson possibly being an abuser, a pedophile, a molester, any of mm-hmm. those things. I would want to know. You know what I'm saying? But it's just harder when a, the nigga did, so he can't even defend himself, maybe even possibly doing something like R. Kelly just did, right. which is like, oh, fuck, like, right. do you know that you're making yourself look bad? Like, you're still doing it. Or even friends or family of him. Like, I don't know, because some of it is like, eek. But For then me, it was the, <clears throat> it was, it was knowing how abuse goes. Yeah. Knowing that mm-hmm. people who are abused oftentimes do not even know that abuse is what it was. Like you can be mm-hmm. fully an adult mm-hmm. and realize that what you experienced as a child was abuse. Right. The whole Wade Robson thing, Robson, is it gets very murky because people already don't want to believe victims. And then when victims turn in one way or another, like the story changes, they become even less credible to people. Right. But this is two different families two different mothers and these people are giving details that man still has the ring from the play wedding that they that he had with michael jackson like that is deeply disturbing Mm -hmm. these stories are incredibly disturbing and i just i will say that as an adult and especially looking at the first part of this as much as i have been a fan of michael jackson all my life there are certain things that i'm not like i don't know how you can watch that and be like 
them kids is lying or those those people these two boys have invented this experience that they had i just don't really especially when you look at how what michael michael jackson did could so easily be named as grooming like you brought these people on tour with you you like opened up your home to them it was this huge ass like amusement park ass place where parents and kids could easily be separated for a long time because the parents are wandering around like holy shit Mm -hmm. I'm at Michael Jackson's house my kids are fine you know playing with the fucking toy donkeys or whatever all the times like the audio recording where Wade was interviewing Michael and he was like you know what was the best part about being wherever they just came from and Michael Jackson said being with you and he was like when are you happiest you like you know how do you feel when you're on stage and Michael's like being on stage is like being at home I could live on stage and I'm just happiest when I'm on stage and when I'm with you and I'm like what adult says this to a child yeah it's creepy you know you listen to it now as an adult and knowing the things I know about abuse and about abusers it's like I can't just dismiss that as people hating on Michael Jackson I can't that stuff though it's always been it's always been like I think for a lot of people especially fans is like it's is it it's creepy is it criminal well, the the things that they talk about because there are situations are criminal. Like the the Michael Jackson jacked off and, and looked at me from behind, and you know performed oral sex on me, and I performed it on him. That is criminal. But it's like, I mean, we have a tape of R. Kelly doing it. That's a huge difference. Like we haven't seen Michael Jackson. Sure, but, but I don't I know. Just, it's just it's 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 harder. It's rougher for me to like process that than than like the situation with R. Kelly or whatever. But I can't say that I don't believe either one of them. It's just the way that that whole thing was produced to me was difficult. It was it was hard. Not, I mean, A, because it's incredibly disturbing and I was right. fully prepared for it to be disturbing. Right. But also just because of the way that it's produced, I just wish that there was more to it. I just wish that there was more like... I just wish there was just a little bit more insider information from like all aspects mm. to really get like well I don't know because I feel like this was supposed to be the story of the victims and their families like it wasn't really supposed to be this well-rounded like you decide you know how you feel about it type of production it was supposed to be this is the truth of what happened to us now of course I don't know for a fact whether what they are saying is true but I will say the details that they gave made me extremely uncomfortable and a lot of the things that because I remember the first trial people were like oh Michael Jackson's just weird Michael Jackson you know he's so fucking famous of course he's weird and I'm like yeah of course he is weird I will give you eccentric and like different but who who invites 10 year old boys to sleep in the bed with them 10 year old anybody nobody in their right mind wants to share a bed with kids because kids sleep fucking crazy like nobody wants to share a, nobody invites kids into their bed like if you are sharing a bed with a kid it's because you have to not because you want to so the fact that he even asked like tried to separate this boy from his mama and she had to be like no you're not spending the night in michael jackson's fucking room what like this is no you're not doing that but so it was just for me it was like a lot of details that made me uncomfortable and made me and part of that discomfort is acknowledging that you know Michael Jackson the legend 
there's a very strong possibility that this man was not, you know, what we may have thought he was or is not is flawed in a way that most of us find deeply, deeply problematic because we're all fucked up in one way or another. Sure. But touching on kids crosses a line with society. I feel like most human beings can agree with that. Unless a famous man does it and then a lot of y'all will turn around and cape for that nigga no matter how much evidence there is. There is a difference there as far as the Michael Jackson case versus the R. Kelly case because there's just so much more there to like there's so many more people coming out about R. Kelly. There's so many more witnesses, but I just definitely, I walked away from thing part one like, yeah. A yeah, lot of the people, this is, this is fucked. A lot of the people besides, I think it was like one of Michael Jackson's nieces, a lot of the other people who have been coming forward and, and speaking out specifically against Wade Robson, mm-hmm. their reasons for saying not to believe him every time. Like, I think Darren Henson or somebody just posted a video and was like, you know, he's... I've always questioned his his morals and stuff like that because he's done this and he's done that and all of these other things. And I'm like, well, none of that... None of that means that he would be a liar. Like, right. I think he said that he was a drug addict or, he, like, he saw him one time making out with his sister somewhere or whatever. And I was oh, like, Jesus. that don't, I mean, okay, not great yeah. things, but right. that doesn't mean that he wasn't abused, especially as a fucking kid. I mean, and how do you, those things could be connected. And how do you, even if, even if you do think that about Wade Robson, how do you just discredit the other boy's entire experience? Right. So, like, he's saying the same shit happened to him. So it's like, come on, man. Like, I don't look good. I don't. I didn't like it either. But it is very, very hard to watch. I mean, it is what it is, and there are no idols. Like it's an, it's another reminder to not put these celebrities up on some kind of godly pedestal because they are all human beings. Celebrities, especially celebrities to that magnitude, are often more fucked than the rest of us. Yeah, you can't imagine. Right. I mean. What and- and oh being famous God. from the time that you're four. And Michael Jackson and R. Kelly are both victims of abuse. Severe abuse. They are both. And it just doesn't... When Gail brought that up to R. Kelly, that whole segment where they talked about his sexual assault, that's when my heart broke. Because she was saying, you know, it's well documented that this happened to you in your childhood. Do you think that's had an effect on you? And he said, absolutely not. And she said, Robert. Like, Mm -hmm. nigga, please be serious. And then he was like, I guess it has, but you know, not in the way people might think. I don't, I don't think that, I don't even, with R. Kelly again, I don't even think that there's like an act. I think that he genuinely is believing the things that he's saying. Right. I think he's that deep in his trauma to where the world he has created is the real one. It's the real one. And in R. Kelly's world, he's really not doing nothing wrong. (laughs) I, I, re- I truly believe that he thinks that. I really think R. Kelly needs some. Deep, it comes out in the things help. It does. that he says. It does, and him and him very clearly being so emphatic and like and and like sticking to it so hard. It's like, nigga, you don't even see like you're actually digging a deeper hole for yourself, but you don't realize that because you don't think that you're wrong in any of that right. situation. But right. you are, nigga, and you got to deal with the consequences of the mm-hmm. stuff that you're doing. And I and again. I believe that you don't think that you're wrong because you've been supported in it and you've gotten away with it for such a long time because it was treated as something to hide. Yeah. Especially very early on. It was treated like this is something that that is wrong, you know? So now you're like, oh, well, I beat my case. Nigga, clearly this shit is okay. Nah, bro. That's not how that works. Like influence and fame is absolutely what helped you beat that case as well. And you knew that. You set the whole shit up to like... 
You were a traumatized, hurt little boy who never had the opportunity to deal with what happened to him. And then you come into a whole lot of money, a whole lot of fame, a lot of misogyny because most straight men are built with it. They come with it. The the society supports it and reinforces it. So you probably already like even these niggas who ain't rich don't think women are are people to be like respected. respected. At least certainly not respected on the same level as men. So like that's most men. Like that's the treatment of most women that we are subpart men. So you add in all that other shit that R. Kelly had going on and it's basically the same recipe as, as Michael Jackson. Maybe not the sexual assault, but what Joe did to them kids. Like, I know it's been a lot of jokes about that, but that was fucked up what they went through. That is absolutely where the whole, I mean, that's where the whole Neverland shit came from. The whole, whole, you know, Ferris wheels and roller coasters and all that stuff and the weird shit with the kids. And it's just... It's really fucked up to to have to even think about that type of stuff. But it it's just again like I'm not gonna sit up here and be like, nah, Michael Jackson wouldn't do that shit. I remember being a kid and, and thinking like, nah, that's 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 weird. But right. but yeah, I, like a lot of other people thinking, well, maybe Michael Jackson is just weird. Just because he likes kids sleeping in his bed with him doesn't mean he's mm-hmm. doing anything bad with them. But like, yes, again, now being 31 years old right. and looking at these things and watching it, it's just like, I do wish that we could have gotten a little bit more deeper in um, into it. But I see what you're saying in terms of this particular particular. Project. And even when he said, when the director or whoever said it before, like, it's not about Michael Jackson. It's about Wade and about um, James, I think. Yeah. It's, it's so like I even before we first said that I was like what do you mean like now I get it yeah but just seeing the clips of them as children like being so excited to you know get on stage and dance with Michael Jackson and all that and then hearing the ways that he talked to them like like when when Jimmy's mama was like you know I prayed that some big break would come or whatever and Michael was like that's so wild because you know I prayed to have a friend and then Jimmy came into my life it's like nigga that what the fuck you know she's like it when in the moment she was like oh wow you know divine intervention the universe is bringing these things together and now it's like oh so you like were you praying for a new companion is that what that was like in hindsight it just all is very he had a monkey it's very i mean but uh, you know rest in peace to bubbles yeah but he had several monkeys she oh, you know dear. she said she would just hang out with the chimps while they went off and did whatever the the whole thing about being deep in a closet where there were multiple doors and a, a okay. alarms and all I'm that. Uncomfortable yeah, again. yeah. It is uncomfortable. So but I feel like a lot of people don't want to talk about the the situation. Like these are very nuanced conversations that you yeah. have to have. Because abusers absolutely have to be held accountable. But a lot of people who are abusers were also abused and they deserve to heal from that trauma. They do. They also deserve to be punished for inflicting trauma on others. Does but pris- prison deserve- don't have therapy? I truly doubt that prison has the budget to provide accurate, uh, adequate like, therapy to like everybody group. in it. They don't have like group. Well, sit around in a circle. 
I mean, but are niggas really getting together in group therapy in prison and talking about how they were violated sexually as children? Because I feel like if you show vulnerability like that in prison, it may, it may open you, you up get, to being a, a risk, a safety risk. Can you risk. get a therapy visitation? You know, Your I'm just saying, we don't, we don't take care of people like that. We just punish them. And you deserve to be punished for touching little kids. But like, Boots. you also, like R. Kelly is standing in desperate, deep, thick-ass need of some real help. That nigga gotta want it. Right. And I, and I honestly think he is too deep in his trauma to get out of it because he thinks, he really thinks everybody else in the world is conspiring against yeah. him. Yeah. Gail was like, so everybody is lying? Just everybody is lying. Everybody. Why Why do so many women, why are so many ma- women mad at you that they would do something like that? What does, does it make it make sense, Robert? Yeah, so you gotta you stand know, up on them two feet. The guy bless you. It. I watched, I watched that Michael Jackson documentary and was like, "Yo, this is fucking gross." I knew that I was, I, I, I was fully prepared to come out on the other side of that feeling like uncomfortable yeah, and like same. not knowing how to feel and things like that. I was completely open to it and stuff like that. I thought that I was gonna have a harder time, like maybe buying it. And I'm not even sure why. Maybe that is just the the bias of yeah. of it being a famous person or whatever, and also and because they some white men, you know. Yeah, I, I think most of us do have that. It is important to be aware of it or whatever. But watching it and having the similarities and stuff like that, we're very protective of our black celebrities. We are. Yeah, and people in general. For yeah, me, you know that's what I'm true. Like but, a, lot, you know? a lot of people saying that the reason they didn't believe R. Kelly's victims was because it was black women. Yep. I'm kind of the opposite of that. And I'm yeah. not afraid to say I automatically that. believed y'all from the very beginning because you are black women. <laughs> <laughs> like I automatically did. And, you know, as far as like my own opinions and, and being an adult now, the fact that Michael Jackson's victims were not black boys or black girls or anybody other than I had never seen anybody other than them white boys say something. Maybe I missed, you know, I don't really remember story. many of the victims. Honestly. But I think for a lot of black people that probably helped to, to be like, oh, you know, them white folks always trying to bring us down and they mm-hmm. didn't take niggas. Yeah, down. that's true. So it's 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 they hard. do that to black people. So. I just, you know, at this age, I can't act like I don't believe victims. Because unless your story is just wild, inconsistent, and crazy, then I just don't... Yeah. Th- these are... They had too many details. When he pulled out that little ring and it wouldn't even go, like, it was a child-sized ring, I was like, oh, I am fully disgusted at this point. So, uh, I mean, but IDK. Michael Jackson is no longer here. R. Kelly is. <laughs> That's why I'm choosing to focus on that nigga because he got to go. If you believe the things that I believe in, then Michael Jackson's got to uh, have a. I mean, yeah, you can believe whatever you want to, but with somebody Michael over Jackson's story here. is over. Yeah, <laughs> R. Kelly good. is the one who's still here. Poor Gail had to go to Trump Tower. And interview him, yeah. Oh my gosh, I forgot that that's where the nigga he lives. He lives in Trump Tower. I was like, yo, one rapist to another. Oh God, I know. <laughs> Gail. <laughs> girl. She had to her whole spirit. She can had to we go send Gail a basket? <laughs> where can we send? Can we afford Gail basket? She had to go sit in one of Oprah's hot springs and purify <laughs> her body. <laughs> she had to look, get it Just, off me. 
God, like on Zelda, where you go in the hot spring and your, you are your such hearts come back. A damn idiot, <laughs> bitch. She sat in that water and her heart started coming back. Doop, 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 doop. <laughs> did you see the Game of Thrones trailer? I did, bitch. <laughs> Woo! I'm shaking. I'm worried. My I core. I don't. Worried. My girl Arya was looked like she was crying, running, blood on her face. I'm like, oh, this ain't right. No, this ain't how it's. Supposed they will to kill go. anybody. They, they don't care. They will. they will kill anybody. I'm not ready. Who do you think's gonna sit on the iron? Throne? I don't know. I kind of feel like it's gonna be um, the bad bitch White Walker. With the Night King? Yeah, I kind of think it's going to be the Night King. <laughs> you know what? If I think it's not I Arya, sort of just want it. If want it's it not Arya, then I do want it to be. Well, if it's. I would like it to be either Arya or the Night King. I would like it to be anybody but Cersei or the Night King. It's definitely not going to be Cersei. I, I, would, I would just be surprised if Cersei does not die, but she's not going to be like just sitting on there at the end. Okay. If she makes it out alive in the end, I actually wouldn't be too shocked by that because she's kind of like. She's the villain of... that, like, you... <laughs> She's smart. You hate, but have a tiny bit of respect for her. I mean, I do, because she is so willing to kill anybody. Just to make a point. She, she blew up the sept. Her bad bitch levels are just kind of unmatched. Her own daughter-in-law. She was like, I'll kill the whole fucking family. Don't care. It don't mean nothing to me. Don't care. <laughs> All of y'all can go. Because how dare y'all embarrass me, even though I deserve to be embarrassed. Yeah. <laughs> Like, that's a cold-blooded bitch. I tip my head. You are awful. Yeah, I'm <laughs> thinking I, I either... I on the throne. I would live for Arya sitting on the throne with Sansa yes. by her side. Yes. Or the Night King. I think the Night King being like, finally did it. <laughs> like, we got here, bitch. Right. What's up? I know Poor the Henny. Daenerys, but she kind of... Oh, she gonna die. Yeah. I'd be surprised she make it to, like, episode four. She's like the Taylor Swift of, of Westeros. Whoa. <laughs> she is. That was fucked. I mean, she's just like Little Miss White Privilege. You got all these black and brown I'm hating. I'm hating these accurate this accurate stuff. Just and I need it. for you to stop. So, and she, well, she's fucking her nephew. Her uncle. Her nephew? Nephew? I think closer to... Nephew. Her nephew. Nephew. Yes, yeah. nephew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. But she don't know it. No. But that uh, that might not stop. Them. I wonder if they're gonna like scratch their See, tongues. Incest is big. Her. It's big. They love it. You're so stupid. <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> I can't fucking wait for that. Fu- April something. April fourteenth or something. Yeah, I think so. It's like around the corner. I'm Man. shaking. I just I'm ready. I'm I cannot. Yes. And it's going to be a shorter season too, right? So everything is going to happen probably so fast. Like, They're going to pack so, so much quickly. in these episodes. The bloodshed. I I just all right. I'm going to have two different rooms screening Game of Thrones when it comes back. One is for people who like to talk at the TV, and one is for people who like to just watch it. No, in I know where I need to be. <laughs> You gotta have two different TVs on because the talking at the TV crowd will piss off the bitch. Just let me watch it, crap. So, who is she? <laughs> Why are wigs so white? So all of them dragons is hers. <laughs> what they mean? She the mother of the dragons. She a dragon too. Why that dragon blue? I don't get it. <laughs> No, don't bring your I ain't never seen the show before and I love to ask questions during the movie ass girlfriends and nobody's Game of Thrones watch parties, please. You've had like two years. The bitch will get cussed out. Like, to just binge. don't do it. It's not even that Go long. Go on HBO now or HBO. Go. Just that you can sign up for HBO independently of anything else at this point and just go binge watch it, girl. Just because this is insane. Don't, not one season is more than ten episodes. Don't, I don't, and I really don't understand how people are like 
When is this show going to pick up? When is it interesting? I thought it got interesting the moment that brother and sister pushed the boy out the fucking window. Episode one. Because he caught them fucking. I'm like, that ain't that ain't enough drama That was a pretty immediate gag, but I was just saying yesterday, like, people warned me. When I started watching Game of Thrones, I think, like, season two was getting ready to wrap up. But people warned me it starts a little bit slow. I'm already into the whole if you ask me. fantasy, whatever. Shit. I mean, look at me. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> I was already kind of into the story by the time Ned had gone back to the, to whatchamacallit and was like working for the king and shit. Right, I was right. getting into the story. But spoiler alert, three, <laughs> two, one. When they cleaved that nigga's head off. Ooh, that was sad. That's when I was, I just had this conversation yesterday. I said, oh, that's, this is that kind of show. <laughs> oh, they don't give any fucks. The Red Wedding? No, nigga. Because I fully thought Ned Stark was like main character, six seasons of this dude. And they were like, nope, bye. In front of his baby. I was of, like, right. oh, Oh, this- in front of both of them. Right. Sansa just didn't know Arya was there. Right. Woo. And then it was like, what does the family do now? Right. That's, sh- anyways. It was, yeah, it's a lot. Like the, ugh. Anyway, very excited for Primed and ready for back. Game of yes. Thrones. All right. Um, That was Hot this Tops. Longest- and I don't know how we get away with this. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? I don't know. Hot Tops, New Jack City. Let's take a break and we'll come back. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business. You want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? We've told you. It's your girl, ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast, honey. And right now you can try it for free, girl, at ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. And I've actually used ZipRecruiter for my for like my <laughs> own personal things on the back end. And it really does work pretty quickly. And I also appreciate that it's easy to use because, uh, you know, this aging brain of mine in technology works part in ways, which makes me sad, but that's a different conversation. Amp up your hiring performance with Zip Recruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash the read again that's ziprecruiter.com slash the read ziprecruiter the smartest way to hire now let's get back to show so listen guys the next generation of influential black voices can be found on npr's new collection black stories black truths i've been running my mouth about it for a while now black representation in media is incredibly important and i feel like it's in kind of a situation at the moment so amplifying and enjoying as many of these stories as possible is pretty important black stories black truth is a celebration of blackness from npr each of npr's black voices are distinct varied and nuanced as the black experience itself you can get things from bobby schmurder to the wire michelle obama to reparations there's no limit to the range of black stories black truths Black perspectives have always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcast that center on Black voices. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. 
Okay, so it's time for us to do some listener letters. It sure is. Send your questions to asktheread at gmail.com. We may just read them aloud on the show. Our first question this week comes from... uh, Cherub. Cherub. Cherub says... Here's a quick summary. My man fucked my friend and gave me her STD. Whoa. Oh, hey. (laughs) We've broken up, but I still live with him and I haven't confronted my friend yet. I started dating this man back in 2016 and he was pretty much perfect. We've discussed marriage at length and in October of last year, we moved into a new apartment with both of our names on the lease. It's a luxury building and expensive as DC, so the rent is steep. I'm sure it is. Um, yeah. But together, we can comfortably afford it. Okay. The problem is that one of us needs to get the fuck out of this apartment before I explode. I'm sure. My best friend invited me to her house a couple of weeks ago saying she needed to tell me something important. I was barely out of my coat before she said, karma got me good. I fucked somebody else's man and now I have an STD. Knowing it's your man? I sat with the bitch like it was Crystal's couch trying to calm her down as she battled her guilt and rage. I was listening to her cry about how embarrassed she was and how much she needed to grow from this. She also described her symptoms in detail, though she wouldn't tell me who the man was. A few days later, I started showing symptoms similar to those she described. This came as a complete shock to me because my boyfriend and I had just gotten tested two months ago. And to my knowledge, I was in a monogamous relationship. Once I started recognizing the symptoms, I confronted my boyfriend. He denied it at first, but I ran his ass up and down this apartment until he confessed. The cherry on top was him showing me texts between him and my best friend confirming that he slept with her. Oh my god. After some acts I'm not exactly proud of, I broke up with him. <laughs> Let's talk about the acts. She didn't go into detail, of but I'm sure they were bitch. violent or destructive. <laughs> the problem, of course, is that we still live together. Our landlord denied my request to sublet. Neither one of us can afford to break the lease, nor can we afford to move out and pay two different rents. I can't sneak anyone in as a subletter because security is intense and they would recognize a new person coming in every day. I also have to figure out how to deal with my, quote, best friend, end quote. I'm so enraged. Having to look this nigga in the face every day makes it so much worse. To top it off, she still tries to hang out and play nice while he's constantly trying to apologize and fuck like we didn't both just finish the same it's, Of course, this nigga. What? The blood is. clot. I Oh, are you? Every day I'm getting closer to just beating everybody's ass. Please help. Cherub. <sighs> a lot happened I feel like I just got jumped <laughs> a lot happened I don't know what you're gonna do about this apartment yeah because you said it's a luxury building so it makes sense that security knows everybody who lives there yeah the landlord already said no you can't sublet yeah I hope your lease is only one year but even if it is one year that's still the most that's you got to go through October. Like, y'all just signed it. Ugh. Uh, fuck. I, I don't know. You might just have to... Can you really not... Can you... <laughs> ugh. Damn it. Both of y'all are on the lease, so you can't just leave him and be like, fuck you, nigga. You paying it. Like, just kill him. Y'all. <laughs> no, do not do that. <laughs> I'm, I'm that was a joke. <laughs> I am kidding. And you would probably still have to pay your half. Yes, you I mean, that ain't going to solve the financial problem. I just, yeah, you, all of the options I would have given you, you've already tried and got shut down. I, I don't know where else. To, I don't know what to do. I, woof, y'all, you're going to, boundaries. 
Mm. You're going to need boundaries. Some bright yellow tape right down the middle. Everything. Trying to fuck. What the fuck is wrong with this nigga? Why are niggas like this? Like what? You cheated on me with my best friend and gave me an STD, and you're like, okay, but can I get some pussy? Okay, but no, you cannot because for the reasons I just gave. Like, are you out your mind? You are lucky that you still have your skull. And you are over here yeah. talking to me about sex. Yeah. I would I would treat him like um, any other roommate that you can't stand. Mm, Just, that's probably the best you're going to yep, be able to do because, at this point. Yeah. The fact you can't move out and pay your half of the rent plus rent in a whole new place. This the landlord won't let you out. Right. This is a nightmare this situation. Blow. I read this like this is why you never move in with a nigga. But I not, just But that's not it's not supposed to be like that. You're not supposed to be like I, I close myself off from opportunities because niggas don't know how to act. But you're safe. That's what you're <laughs> saying. But niggas really don't know how to act. <laughs> like what the fuck here you are getting dick down raw because you're in a monogamous relationship so you think just enjoying your goddamn life yeah. and now we itch because no. <laughs> oh, no because this nigga fucked your friend you have to confront your friend she doesn't even know that yeah, that's... you know you have to tell her. That's the only advice I had. Yeah. Well, let's get to, to the dragons. Right. <laughs> like, that I can, that I know how to do. And her, now you can't, well, it's still assault, but I would be highly inclined to beat her ass. I would at the very least open mouth say to her, I'm, I'm fighting hard not to knock your you ass lucky out Lucky I right got now. a good ass job and yeah. I can't have no fucking arrest least, on my yes. record. Otherwise I would beat your ass. <laughs> needs to be said. <laughs> Like, I think you at least deserve to say out loud. You deserve to I cuss both of them fuck out. You up, honestly, every day. You deserve to cuss them the fuck out. But this is just, this is a terrible situation. It really sucks. Um, but yes, your friend. First of all, the nerve of this bitch to a fucking nigga, b give you whatever. Uh, assuming the STD started with her, whatever. Yeah. Like, the nerve is all over the place. And then to come to you knowing that she fucked your nigga and basically confessed to you without confessing, she has to be dragged and excommunicated. Right. And, and and we're talking about ASAP, Julie. Mm-hmm. So that should should happen, and it should happen quick. I'm really confused as to why you haven't done this already. But Ooh, I would do it publicly, honestly. I would put it on every <laughs> social media platform and tag her ass. All of them. All of them. And don't let me be friends with your family. I'm tagging them too. But that's the type of petty, terrible bitch that I am. I just don't disagree. <laughs> I'm not saying that I'm not saying do that. I'm just saying I don't have a problem with what you just said. Not saying it's a good idea, saying it's something I would do. Um, but yes, as far as the nigga that you live with, I I I guess like Crystal said, unless um some of the beautiful people listening at home want to give some um advice. I, I would suggest the same thing because I can't think of shit else. I would treat that nigga like uh, a roommate I hate. And I would also mm-hmm. very clearly say to him, I hate you. I cannot stand Damn. you. Don't tr- speak to me unless it is an absolute emergency, i.e. the home is on fire. Um, uh, my, note, my nose is gushing blood and I don't notice. <laughs> right. Uh, if, like, any, if you are in any danger, you can keep that to yourself. Yeah, don't that, right. <laughs> I'm going to say, if, if you have an aneurysm, <laughs> right. figure it out. But other than that, like, don't, don't talk, talk to, to me. me. Don't come over here. That's right. Like, treat me yes. the way I'm about to treat you, which is, where, where did Jerome go? <laughs> 
until like this lease is up, yes. I want to have nothing the fuck to do with mm-hmm. you. And if you want to know why, <sighs> ask your genitals. Well. I mean, I don't know. I can't think of anything I mean, else. that's really it. I would see if maybe you can get the lock on your bedroom door. Oh, my God. I just thought, I assumed they had a two-bedroom apartment. But what if they don't? It ain't no way y'all are in the same bedroom. They're, they have to at least have another bedroom. Girl. They now, have to at least have look, another bedroom. Look, y'all have got to move. You can't sleep in the same bed with this nigga. I'm assuming, since it wasn't said, that there has to be another room. Yeah. I'm, I'm praying y'all had a two-bedroom, and so one of you is just moving into the other room. Yeah. I would get, like, the kind of lock on the door where you have your own key to your room. Because I wouldn't trust that nigga. Nigga, let me tell you something. At all. If we had one bedroom, I would tell that nigga that he has to sleep on the couch, but then (laughs) the one day when he's gone, I'd replace the couch with a casket. (laughs) Spend all that money. That's your bed. I would have like rules for when he could be in the li- like, y'all have to divide yeah. up the common areas like Absolutely. I have the kitchen from 4 to 6 mm-hmm. <laughs> you can have it from 6.30 to 8.30 I'm mm-hmm. watching TV these days da 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 we will not be watching Game of Thrones together go to somebody else's house Absolutely. you have to you have to have rules and boundaries and stick to them until you can get out but god damn this is a terrible situation it sucks Woo. and it's all his fault and there were several people. We had like three or four letters this week from people who are like, I moved in with my boyfriend and now we need to break up and I can't get out the lease. I'm like, wow. Is it is it the time of year? Niggas can tell we about to spring forward. It's about to get warm outside. They itching to be single. They on their trust and shit. This is why our parents and grandparents don't like shacking up. Yep. Well, that and because y'all get pregnant. But yes, oh, oh, it's yeah, got a lot to do with it. Because then you end up in some shit like this. I'll be damned. If I move, and it's not even like they just break they they breaking up because they don't like each other, right? Or you know, one of them just won't wash their feet. They just completely disrespected you in every possible way you can think of. With your best fucking friend, and now you got to go down to the fucking CVS no, pharmacy and go pick that. shit up. Yeah, we're not doing that. This is ridiculous. Good luck to you, sis. Our next question comes from Donnie, who says, "I'm a gay black man in the Bronx." Name Donnie. Fake. It's a fake name. Oh, he gave himself duh, a fake of course. Name. <laughs> I've been seeing this guy for the past three months. I'm 21 and he's 31. In the Bronx? <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I don't know. What Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> he lives 10 minutes away, so we hang out very often, like two or three times a week, sometimes more. Cute. During that time, we've been on three dates and spend the rest of our time indoors talking, drinking wine, smoking weed, and watching Martin or Golden, Golden Girls. Okay, taste. We had a talk that I initiated last month about becoming exclusive, and he agreed. We never explicitly talked about deleting Jacked, but on my end, I did and assumed he did as well. See, girl, and this is where you fucked up. Now, how old are you? He's 21. The nigga is 31. (laughs) Fast forward to last week. No harm, no foul. You yoked. I was out with some friends, and one of them stumbled upon his profile. Of course they did. This nigga was online 15 minutes ago. Of course he was. I was already drunk, so I waited till the end of the night to sober up so I wouldn't say anything drastic. Good on you. <laughs> so later I texted, are you still on Jacked? He Work. said, I am, but I move differently with things like that. I'll explain later. Please don't do because it's not what you think. I'm sorry if that wasn't the answer you were expecting. What? We met up two days after that and he didn't bring up the topic. When I did, he danced around it and didn't give a straight answer on why he still has the app. He said that he doesn't meet people on it and that I should see all the unread messages he has. Still didn't answer the question, but fine. We took a nap. We took a nap. We took a nap. 
Uh, okay. Only time I nap with niggas is if we just had sex. <laughs> right. I'm like, did something, did we miss a key detail here? Yeah. You were like, all right, you didn't answer my question. Let's lay down for night night. <laughs> right. <laughs> Shh. Just, just close your eyes. <laughs> no, don't worry about it. Just when we woke up, I brought it back up and said, I understand that your intentions may be different on just the people. <laughs> Mama was app. not letting you go. <laughs> bitch, you better stand. <laughs> you better stand your ground, bitch. <laughs> But <laughs> people on the app may not know that and probably have other intentions, so I prefer that you just delete it. Nigga, he got the same intentions, nigga. He says he understood, but he still didn't delete the app. I thought maybe he'd de- he delete it later <laughs> at home or something, but it really only takes a second. Fact. Duh. We're supposed to have dinner and go to a movie on Friday, but I can't shake the thought. I don't feel like I have to. I don't feel like I have to literally beg this nigga to delete it. Then again, I understand that he's clearly jaded from past relationships. Nah, so he could probably still it. have cold feet about exclusivity and nah, must have a backup bro, bro, plan. I'm willing to be as accommodating as needed, but that only stretches so oh, far. Bless your hair. It's really the principle at this point. Should I leave it up to him and hope that he deletes the app because I really don't see the point of still having it if he claims it's wasted space on his phone? I can tell you what What it should is. I do? Any advice is appreciated. Thanks. Love you guys. Donnie. You should uh, leave that nigga the fuck alone yeah. or just accept that that nigga is putting his dick where he wants to. That is not your boyfriend. See, he's not. He's you, not exclusive to you. That's not your boyfriend. He's, that's not your boyfriend. No. And, and you a baby gay. I get it. You know, I'm 31. I remember 21. And I also remember feeling like, oh, I done met a nigga and he's so cute. And we going to uh, uh, pick together. out the color of our fence. <laughs> yep. <laughs> He wants three kids. I could go for four. Like, <laughs> all of that dumb you shit. You know what I'm saying? You're right. Life with these niggas. I, first of all, I don't know exactly. No shade. I don't know what the fuck he wants out of a 20 year old, 21 year old. Yeah. Again, different strokes. I immediately was like, the fact that you're 21 to me just further solidifies my belief that you are somebody he is fucking and not his boyfriend. The, the, the jacked thing is like, <laughs> Even more evidence on top of that. Like if this, you brought up the the conversation about being exclusive and he was like, yeah, okay, sure. But then right. he never got rid of a dating app, a hookup app that niggas are on I all the time. I move differently on there. <laughs> yeah, you moved to Trade House or wherever the fuck. Right. You moved it, but the app is about sex. Like it's about hooking up with niggas. It's about dating. Like there's no need People for you to have it if you are People claim that it's not about that. And them be the biggest freaks on that motherfucker. Let me tell you something. Like, look, yeah. that nigga is not deleting that app because he does not want to delete yep. the app because he wants to see whatever is out there yes, that is not you. Mm-hmm. Sexually, dating wise, whatever. Yep. Now, again, you're young, so Very. you can continue to, to to mess with this dude if you want to. But I'm going to just, you know, from from a child of Trina, <laughs> tell him I'm going to just let you know, like continuing to fuck with him. You better um, can do you. Yeah. Redownload that motherfucking app if that's you what you want to do <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> yes. Get right the fuck back on there and act like you are, you know, young and 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 available out here and you can do whatever the fuck you want because he's fully doing whatever the fuck you want. And yeah. probably like taking advantage of the fact that you are young and doe-eyed and probably mm-hmm. don't know no goddamn better and he could easily just say whatever the fuck to you and you gonna believe it because here you are desperately trying to believe it. That nigga not deleting that app because he right. wants to keep his dick wet and he not leaves, just with you. He lives 10 minutes away and y'all only see each other twice a week. That's not your man. <laughs> 
That's not your man. And if he is jaded from past relationships, you are not going to fix him. You do not have the capability. I don't know why he said that. And it is not your responsibility. I don't know why he said that. I mean, maybe he is, but I didn't hear anything from this letter that makes me feel like he might be jaded. I mean, he probably... He probably, honestly, when y'all first started talking, was like, I mean, you know, I done been through, I've been hurt a lot of times. You know, I trusted somebody and they this, this, this. So, you know, it's just real difficult for me to be close and open up to people. But he probably laid all that game yeah. as groundwork so that you could, so that you would know when it came to some shit like this that he has issues. But you're not going to fix his issues. And it isn't your job. Like, you just need to find you somebody else to occupy your time. You need to. This g- is not your man. Get back out there and find somebody else to play with and have a good time. This is fun, everybody's a good time man. With. You, you ain't even got to remove him from. <laughs> you are with Tristan you, Thompson. You don't even have to remove that nigga from your back pocket. But if you're going to keep him there, you better pimp the fuck out of that shit and stop acting like he's for you because he's very clearly the fuck not and he's told you in many ways at this point so yes. believe his ass before you end up with your feelings for real for real hurt Woo. amen because right. he gonna act like he ain't have no idea but I didn't but but why are you acting <laughs> why so why are you so mad but I told you <laughs> nigga you haven't deleted the fucking I need some dick app why haven't you deleted the I'm looking for some dick app cause he's still looking for dick like the answer be right in front of y'all faces and you just don't want to believe it. But it's right there. It's just, it's there. Bless you. You 21 years old. I would have ignored a lot of shit. I did ignore Absolutely a lot did. of shit at 21. Absolutely. <laughs> That's why I'm telling you like I'm telling you so you won't be dumb like I A few I more was. years you're going to look back on this shit and, and be like, girl. All right. Thank God. Okay. Our last question comes from La Jessica. She says... <laughs> I'm a 26-year-old stud. I am married to my loving wife, who is also 26. Work. We met in the restaurant in- industry seven years ago. Work. I've been a kitchen manager for five years. I make 46 k annually. Okay. And if you don't know about the industry I'm in, it is very demanding with extremely long hours. I bet. Yes, it is. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm scheduled to work 55 hours a week, but I probably work God. more like 60 to 65. All I do is work and sleep. I go nowhere. My wife works in retail as a manager. She makes $11 an hour. She works on average 25 to 29 hours a week. Her job is very demanding as well. While I put up trucks of food, she unloads furniture and home decor. So both of them have very physically taxing jobs. My wife and I tried to have a baby using a fertility specialist via IUI. My work insurance doesn't cover infertility. So every time we go to the doctor, we have to pay out of pocket, which is very expensive. And bullshit. Amen. Once we began the process, we found out early on that my wife has PCOS. It is harder for women who have this condition to have children, but it is not not impossible. We tried for multiple cycles, but it never happened for us. As a stud, I am fully aware that, yes, I am still a woman with breasts and a vagina. My cycles are always on track and on time. So I told my wife, who really wanted to carry our child, that we will try as long as she wants. But if she's tired of the heartbreak, then I am more than happy to carry the baby. I w- sorry, I lost um, track of the sentence. Yeah, I'm more than happy to carry our baby, but I would like to change my career before I do. 
My wife mm. took that and ran with it. <laughs> oh, boy. Since we have tried the first round, we haven't tried again. Because now for her, it seems like the only way we will have a child is if I carry our baby. That may be true, but my only problem is I do not want to be pregnant and work in the field I am in now. Mm-hmm. Working 12 to 15 hours a day, putting up trucks every week. My body is already shot, and I cannot imagine being pregnant and trying to do all the same things. I feel the fuck out of that. Okay. I've tried to find a different job outside the restaurant industry that I'm qualified for that would pay what I make now. But nowadays, you need a degree or experience true mm-hmm. we own our home so me being pregnant Work. and not working will not be an option since i am the breadwinner we would not make it <laughs> while my stash. wife was trying to get pregnant she did not want to work through her pregnancy she wanted to be a stay-at-home mom but to her but that isn't an option with me to her my job should accommodate me if i was to become pregnant however i work in a male-dominated industry i'm a black Ugh. female lesbian surrounded by white men in this industry, I have to prove to myself. I have to prove myself to everyone in order to move up. Right. I'm afraid that being pregnant will make them think I can no longer do my job, and they'll find man. someone else who can. Right. Yep. I live in South Carolina, which is a right to fire state, so they could very much say that my work was unsatisfactory and let me go. Again, I have no problem carrying our child, but this is not how I want to do it. I have so much weight on my shoulders from being the breadwinner. <laughs> I take my wife. I take I take care of my wife. I take care of our home. If I can't have all those things, then I have sacrificed for nothing. I've missed holidays and birthdays because of work. I don't want to miss out on any more life. How do I tell my wife that I will not be pregnant and working 55 hours plus every week? (laughs) How do I tell her that I will not put myself or our baby through that? Would you ask your future wife to do the same? Is it risky? Am I being selfish? (laughs) I only spend our money on bills. I have no personal life. I hate my job, but I refuse to be the one always sacrificing. Please help. I just want to know if I'm wrong. Thank you. Sorry this is so long. I have no one else to turn to. LaJessica. All right, LaJess. So, um... Another sticky situation. Yeah, not... I mean... She said they're both 26, right? Yeah, which is still pretty young. It's still pretty young. Um, the female body can be biologically unforgiving in this case. Um, yeah, PCOS is a bitch. I have struggled with it as well, and it does decrease. Yeah. It's like the number one cause of infertility issues in women. So, um, Maybe you can just discuss with it. First of all, both of y'all need um, therapy. Not to sound like, it's not like your world sounds earth shattering or not, Mm -hmm. but it definitely sounds like you're both um, working very hectic jobs. Mm -hmm. And then on top of that, you want to have a kid and you're already struggling with the difficulty because of her condition. So there you go, two things. And then you, (laughs) you black, you're gay. Yep. You work with a bunch of white people. Woo. And even if you were like, all right, I'm going to get pregnant and work, then you'd have to deal with a whole bunch of people probably asking you a whole bunch of questions right, about that. Stud. People are going <laughs> right. to be ignorant as fuck. You know they are. Yeah. So Woo. I would say maybe if you can right now, um, I, I would probably talk to your wife about um, just waiting a little bit to at least put a plan together. Mm-hmm. Um. And if you, I mean, I don't remember if she said how long they had been trying with her, um, mm. but I get that that's a whole, like, difficult situation right. together, you know, and you, that's not something you don't want to continuously push yourself through. Um, but 
you know, I think that you're com- you're completely spot on and and not wanting to put yourself through that mentally, but also physically. Like you gotta healthily carry this baby right. for you know however long and in that kind of environment it's it does it sounds like it would be fucked so right maybe you can at least talk to someone together who can sort of help you with like the emotional part of it as well as maybe even um coming up with a plan on how you might be able to exit or transition jobs into something that would be more accommodating for you to carry a baby yeah. But, you know, 26, I think that you should at least have some time to come up with an idea of how to make this work. Like, I don't I don't know how quick I'm sure you're lesbian. So y'all probably want to have <laughs> four kids tomorrow if you could. <laughs> but, you know, come up with a little a blueprint, at least. So you at, you at least have like a, a guideline to go back to in in terms of how to make this whole thing work. Yeah, so I just reading this and seeing how frustrated you got at the very end, you know, saying that you're yeah. gonna put you and your body and your she baby was like, through that foot down. I will not be the one always sacrificing. And yeah, it was different when your wife was gonna be the one to get pregnant because she makes so much less that she could have become a stay at home mom. That's what she wanted. And you could have you could have covered the bills. Yeah. Like, y'all can't live off of her salary. So right. she really has to I would say, you know, you have to sit her down and be like, look it it can't be both ways like you having fertility issues that sucks but it's nothing we can do about PCOS right now mm-hmm. or at least nothing that's not gonna cost a whole bunch of money we don't have because again this isn't covered by my insurance and she probably don't have insurance at her right. early job so I can't like it's we just need to go ahead and put the pause on this whole baby making thing until we get in a place where yeah. I have the type of career where I can do that. Like I don't you already being way better than me by volunteering to carry this child, knowing how ignorant people are going to act when they see a pregnant stud like you are already better than me for that. So right. I, I just want you to know that you're not being unreasonable by not wanting to put you and your body through that like that's yeah. so that that kind of heavy physical labor your doctor will tell you not to do right you that's might true suffer a miscarriage even especially in the first few months your doctor will fully tell you right. well you like, need to sit well, your I don't ass know down what you thought you was doing, <laughs> whether right. you wanted to or not and if the doctor don't tell you the baby will because uh, yeah. newsflash you ain't in control over your body no more once yeah. that nigga moves in that baby will tell you guess what bitch Woo! In bed all day stretch out <laughs> Make you throw up a bit today, We're honey. Not going anywhere, sis. We're not doing shit tonight. <laughs> and you are laying down eating Nilla wafers and watching MSNBC all night. Bitch. That's why I said get comfy. That's probably another reason I would definitely suggest y'all consider uh, therapy. Yeah, definitely because of that. Because even if. Even if your wife is like, okay, cool, let's wait a little bit and until things. I I don't know her, but trying to put myself in that position, I would probably feel kind of. I would just feel fucked up that it's like we're waiting and it's because I I'm having the trouble, you know what I'm saying? And like we can't we can't really act on this right now because not only am I physically un- incapable of of carrying this baby right now or or it's harder for me to cuz she's not necessarily incapable. She said it's not impossible, right? Mm-hmm. But but it will take a lot longer for her to get pregnant right. if she can get pregnant. Like I could just imagine that being uh 
something that might fuck with the mind a little bit. And you definitely want to at, at least both be on the same page and at peace with the situation at the moment, because it definitely doesn't mean that you won't be parents. It definitely doesn't mean that you won't have beautiful kids together. It's just a tricky situation at the moment. Right. But you, I, I think that especially since you both have a hectic lifestyle, um, I think it's important for you to at least have the peace of mind surrounding the situation so that you can accurately plan uh, how to move forward. There's no resentment possibly anywhere. Nobody feels depressed or guilty or anything like that. Just simmer all of that so it's situated and safe. And then you can get a plan together for y'all to start having Mm -hmm. motherfuckers, you know, drinking milk out your titties and running up your bills and all that (laughs) stuff y'all want to do. Like the great thing about being in a same sex relationship is that you can absolutely plan when you do this yeah straight people just be getting caught up (laughs) and let me tell you something (laughs) i praise god that's how i know god loves me bitch (laughs) you can't tell me god don't be looking at all right favor ain't fair i will if and when i am ready i'm gonna choose to you niggas just be out here well i gotta deal with this bitch forever (sighs) so i peed on the stick and (laughs) here we fucking turns out you can't just pull out can't just pull out. I mean, sometimes niggas don't just pull out, yeah, but anything can happen. So, there's, you know, hell yes. I would say take advantage of the fact that y'all get to plan this out. Y'all not gonna accidentally get pregnant. So just sit sit down together as a couple and be like, what do we? Ch- what changes do we need to make in our lives? Twenty six is still plenty young mm-hmm. as far as fertility is concerned for you anyway. What do we need to adjust? in this household so that next year we can revisit this whole pregnancy conversation where do you need to be looking for work is there some kind of training you can go through and then you can get a job maybe that makes more money like can she get her like whatever she's interested in does she like hair does she like nails like Mm -hmm. does she want to do microblading like it's all kinds of stuff you don't have to go to college college like you can learn something and then turn that into a career like whatever y'all need to do in order to kind of even out the income so that you're not carrying so much of the load because it's not fair that you don't have no life at all because all you do is work to support the two of y'all like you deserve to breathe and enjoy some things as well. So I would just say, you know, take advantage of the fact that y'all not going to oops or go a baby and, and, and plan this shit out. Like, yeah. So yeah. And, and always therapy. Therapy is recommended to everybody in every situation at all times. Especially if you have melanin, because you should, you just it should it. just Simply be free. Just need it. You should just be given yeah. it. We should honestly be able to just, charge it under our <laughs> our acres and our mule that we also not get whenever you speak to any doctor honestly yeah. they should just be look at you and be like have you spoken to someone yet yeah that ma- is making sure you're mm-hmm. good it when should just go, be required yeah and they ask you for your insurance you'd be like you can bill it to reparations you could just go right on ahead and send that to the federal government they owe me <laughs> i think that you just cracked it i'm just saying there it is we Black people should be able to do that. Yes. So good luck to you, LaJessica. That's rough, but I I know you can get through it. Yeah, y'all going to be... Yeah, to some communication. Wiping up shit in like two two and, seconds. And so happy before about you it. Had, and, so happy and about gleeful. It. So. Oh, the turd today was just so healthy. <laughs> Lesbians. Y'all so cute. All right. Send your questions to asktheread at gmail.com. We will be right back. Hey, guys. May is Mental Health Awareness Month. And Talkspace, leading virtual therapy provider, is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. Opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable, cathartic, exhausting, or exhilarating, Personally, I find it to be all of these things depending on the time and time. But 
If you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist, you'll gain insights and uncover truths that you can find only in therapy. Personally, I'm therapy constantly. It's one of the most important things in my life right now, to be honest with you. And it is just, it makes a difference knowing that you have someone somewhere uh, that is judgment-free, that is unbiased, that can hear you out. And it being Mental Health Awareness Month is the time if it's been on your mind to give it a try. Celebrate May Mental Health Awareness Month and the power of talking out in therapy. Talkspace is offering every listener of the read $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80. When you go to Talkspace.com slash read to match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash read to get $80 off your first month with the code SPACE80. And to show your support for the show, that's Talkspace.com slash R-E-A-D code S-P-A-C-E-8-0. Go get some help. Talk some stuff out. Let's get back to the show. Okay, so we're back. It's time for the read. And I'm just going to start us off here because I am going to pass my read. Okay. Pass the read like we used to. So uh, this week, um, I have a read here from Maxine Shaw. She has some help, uh, wants a little help from us here. She says uh, she's calling herself Maxine because she always has the time, and this week I do too. Oh, shit. So Maxine says, I'm a 20-something-year-old woman and a marketing professional who's just trying to make it in this crazy-ass world. In my profession, I try to be, I try the best of my ability to be personable, but most importantly, professional. Long story short, my job is quarterly events with our board members, which are strictly for networking purposes. I connected with all of the board members via LinkedIn, personal email, etc. Y'all still losing link- use LinkedIn? That's nice. Yeah, I think the the professionals are. Yeah, like the yeah the <laughs> big definitely not. the big corporate girls right. be on LinkedIn like for real, for real. All the time. One of the board members contacted me via personal email, and I didn't think anything of it because I just viewed it as someone trying to build a networking relationship. Because, again, that was the purpose of the whole shit in the first place. In true fuckboy form, this old-ass white man found it in himself to ask me if I wanted to have a, quote, sexual relationship or if I just wanted to keep it, quote, professional. Um, So three screaming emojis here, followed by, (laughs) Motherfucker, what posed you to even fix your mouth to even think that you even had the right to ask me that question? Three more screaming emojis. <laughs> your bitch ass must be stuck on stupid if you think I'm about to be your Suge Avery. Three oh, more shit. screaming emojis. This is the reasons why rape culture is so alive and well and never really went away because of motherfuckers like you. Best to believe I already have a meeting set with HR in the morning. Get the entire fuck out of here. Please help me read his ass to filth. Love y'all, Maxine. Mm, my God. It's really... Even in a Weinstein world, mm-hmm. the nerve, like men are bar, like, like you really, and you, and in an email, in an email, she could literally just be like, here, HR. Paper trail. Right there. <laughs> the right there. Work or anywhere else. Niggas will do this. <laughs> I don't care if Maxine was walking around winking at everybody, just being friendly and you took it the wrong way or whatever. I couldn't, it, like, Not even that I think that. I'm sure she was walking around being completely professional. You know what I'm saying? But, like, you have to be a real fucking raging, like, conceited, oblivious dumbass Mm -hmm. to not only approach someone in that way. Yes. But 
to even assume that that's something that's on the table. You're it, like an employee. Right. <laughs> How fucking ridiculous is a, a board member to be like, hey girl, so you trying to fuck or not? Nah? Yeah. <laughs> like, sweetheart, I read this email and all I heard in the back of my mind after I finished was... Like, I mean, get your fucking day. I guess you just got a raise, huh, sis? I guess you did. What a dumbass. Just straight through email. He deserves, that's the thing. He deserves to have to lose shit behind this. The fact that men just know, like, they have gotten away with it for so long, like I was saying earlier, that they can act like this. And he was just dumb enough to put it. In writing, like, sir. I cannot understand fucking money. the gall to come across to somebody. If this was somebody, even if, let's say this was like, uh, like a group project in a college class or something like that, and that would mm-hmm. still be foul. And like, you know, there's just a certain way that people need to learn, men especially, need to learn to conduct themselves, especially when it comes to women. Right. But it's not only like, foul and doggish but just stupid <laughs> like <laughs> bruh right what are you doing I, this is work you're on the board right so you don't it don't take no smarts to get up there <laughs> how did you get there you better find the closest thing that you have to an olivia pope coat <laughs> wrap that fucking hair <laughs> sis and walk into that shit with your bag on your fucking uh right here in the elbow crease yes. <laughs> sit down and say these are my demands <laughs> like I want all of the things because mm-hmm. here it is right here in black and white. That's right. The evidence that this motherfucker disrespected me. Like I came in here to be somebody's goddamn uh, uh, concubine. Like I, I didn't come here to get shit done. I came here to work. This is a job. I'm being a professional. I'm taking and it I'm seriously. What I do. And I actually walked around at this networking event and networked with your piss poor, your dumb ass Ooh white old asses trying to show fervor (laughs) and dedication to my craft. And you must have just took it as, oh, well, I guess she wants to give me some pussy. No, sir. I do want to take your money, though. I will, however, be taking your money. So, Maxine, we stand with you here on today as well as with HR. Um... (laughs) Let us know how this works Please out. Do, send us girl. send us to ask the read an update on how all of this goes and stuff like that because that white man had to be out of his full ass mind. I don't even give a fuck. He's white, black, brown, blue, gray, whatever. Like that's just that's just stupid. It's just stupid. Yes, it is. And and completely common and normal at the same yeah, time. Yeah, it, it's stupid, but also utterly unsurprising. Not, I wish I could say that any part of that story blew my mind, but it, <laughs> it is so common. <laughs> so, get your fucking money. That's all I can say. Like, I'm like sorry. Have a he sexual was, relationship? He was so dumb. Or just, when you, do you want to just keep it professional? What the fuck do you think this is? <laughs> it's my profession, bitch. Nigga, you didn't meet me <laughs> in the club. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Ugh. Look at this ain't G5. We ain't at KOD. I can't. Ugh, gross. So, yeah, that's the past to read for me this week. Beautiful. Maxine. Lovely. I actually was going to talk about the Michael Jackson thing during my read, but then we talked about it during that insanely long Hot Tops. Yeah. So, uh, 
I will just remind everybody, uh, Donald Trump is still fucking up every single day. Your girl, Michael Cohen, has been telling all the secrets, providing check images. I'm having a blast. <laughs> Audio <laughs> recordings. Your niggas been behind closed doors telling all the fucking secrets. It's getting worse and worse. Roger Stone is heading back into court after he violated the gag order and the judge told him, don't make me have to bring you back in here. And he did it anyway. Like... <laughs> Sir, I just now it's coming out that Trump lied about ordering Jared Kushner security clearance mm-hmm. because the niggas who give out security clearances were like, nah, Jared Kushner, he don't, he don't, he should not have one. Yeah. He got too much business with foreign governments, foreign, <laughs> he got, he doing too much shit overseas. He don't need to have it. And Trump swore up and down that he did not, like he has this right as president. He can say I don't give a damn what your recommendation is. He's getting a security clearance. The issue is why the fuck did you lie about it? The same way y'all lie about every goddamn thing else. And you try to Ivanka's dumb ass out on camera to go lie in front of interviews. What is wrong with everybody? Everybody's doing interviews when everybody's guilty as fuck. Why? What is happening? Ivanka said straight up and told that woman, no, my dad was never involved. No, there was never an issue with my security clearance or my husband's security clearance. You set up straight up and lied. The white men in the White House were so alarmed that they sent out memos, bitch. There's memos, bitch. You ain't know that you did it. So why are you lying? Why the fuck are you lying? Maybe they just lie for fun. Also related to Donald Trump, though, if you'll remember... A couple years back, the study, the story of young Otto, who went over to North Korea, fucked around, stole a poster or something. Bitch. You read him. I did. I read. I, I cussed Otto out, and I do not regret it. Otto's parents yes, are yep. Trump supporters, yes. so truly still don't care. No one feels bad. When North Korea shipped him back over here, he died just a couple days later. because oh, that's I, right. Because he, he had been so heavily tortured or whatever else happened to him while he was over yonder. Your boy Trump, though, went over to Vietnam thinking he was gone mm-hmm. shake hands and make deals with Kim Jong-un. <laughs> Only for that shit to fall apart like midday what? of day two. <laughs> a, what a train wreck. There is no negotiating with fucking terrorists, girl. Did you think this nigga was going to give a little? <laughs> just, what, a, what a just but the worst part what act, well not the worst part but what what gave me the most pause was when Donald Trump said that uh, Kim Jong-un told him that he didn't know nothing about Otto being in North Korea. He didn't have nothing to do with whatever happened to that boy while he was here. You know, very sorry, but that ain't none of my business. And so, you know, that's what he said. So I'm going to take him at his word. And that's just what it is. He's a, he's a nice guy. We're best friends. We're in love or whatever else. So naturally. Megan McKenna almost had a heart attack. <laughs> Otto's parents put out a statement saying we've been silent long enough girl (laughs) this is disrespectful to our son's legacy and blah 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 and we will never rest until we have the truth and all this other shit and I thought and really in the grand scheme of the things Donald Trump says and does I mean the nigga just went on stage and rambled for like two hours in front of this big ass conservative audience and just said all manners of ridiculous shit. He came out on stage and hugged the American flag on the on the flagpole. He's like hugging it like it's Big Bird. Like he's like smiling with his eyes closed. It's utterly ridiculous. He's but insane. this flew under the radar this week because there's always so fucking much in the news 
these days, especially as it pertains to Donald Trump. But as usual, no one in the Republican Party is speaking up and being vocal about how fucked up this is. And I'm only worried because Otto Warmbier was a young, white, presumably heterosexual, cisgendered, wealthy or or upper middle class, well-to-do white man. Yeah. From a Republican family, lifelong yeah. Republican family. And if Donald Trump can be like, oh, all right, well, I don't know what happened to your white boy, but oh, well, to his own supporters and the GOP don't say nothing about that, you can guarantee who they really don't care about is the rest of us. Like, I, white people should even be alarmed at this point. Do you understand y'all are not even safe? Your boy went over to North Korea and died behind some bullshit. I've always maintained he didn't deserve to die, but also that he shouldn't have went over there disrespecting them people's things, knowing how the fuck they act. True, all true. All of that is true. So if so, if Donald Trump can be like, oh, well, you know, Kim Jong-un didn't have nothing to do with it. Like, sir, you really want us to believe <laughs> like, that this man didn't know? We The whole globe knew that that white boy was over there, that he got pulled off the plane pretty much before he could go back to... We all know it. Yeah. So you really just gonna be like, that's what he told me, so I believe it. The same shit he said about Vladimir Putin. Putin right. said he didn't meddle with the election. What do you want from me? He told me no! You I believe him! We want you to believe your U.S. intelligence agencies who are saying Russia fucking interfered with the election! You Why do you believe stupid. this bitch over your own intelligence grape tomato looking ass i hate donald trump bitch i have to, i feel like i am tuned into the news all day every day so i can just continue to feed I my hatred i honestly i live for it i have my favorite commentators on msnbc when they take a day off i'll be like who do you think you are not coming into work and giving me my fucking tea every day girl i sit up and watch ari melber every night I do. I I am constantly tuned in to what is going on because I just have to be aware the very fucking nanosecond that this nigga goes down. I I have and I have to hold on to hope that it will happen. I have to because if you don't have hope that eventually this shit will end, like eventually it will be so bad that white people will have to like and end and not in like all of our deaths oh I don't know <laughs> you know you I just have that. to cause now you t- like now you about to get on North Korea's nerves again they're gonna be like oh they were like oh remember a couple years yeah. ago when everybody was scared cause we had missiles that could make it to California Still well guess what bitch and now they can make it to Chicago so keep playing with us <laughs> like, what? I have to hold on to the faith that we are gonna get this man the fuck out of here so as always a big fuck you to Size Donald of Trump a mustard seed. also y'all it's winter outside and so like especially in New York City it's very fucking cold and then the wind makes it even worse so kindly move your ass out the way like people who stop in the middle of the sidewalk or walk up the steps out of the subway and then just stand there at the top of the steps are already annoying. You're annoying when the weather's perfect. But when I'm freezing fucking cold and the wind is slapping me in the face like a big frozen dick, all I want to do is get to my house. I need you to keep fucking moving or move over to the fucking side. Are you visiting from Greenland? I don't understand, bitch. <laughs> it's cold. You're not cold. Are you a tourist from the North Pole, you bitch? sit here? Like, ain't Why nobody... are you chilling? I want to get inside. It's 4,000 people coming coming up this stairwell and you just sit standing there like ain't shit going on like it's 1 a.m and ain't nobody on the fucking train move bitch i walk like i drive it's too cold for that i have a place to go i'm not really trying to just sightsee move (laughs) like 
Move. Especially in this shit weather. I don't want to be outside no damn way because the wind chill is like eight fucking degrees. And that's the high of the day. So if you could just move. And I just moved. Oh, oh, and you over there by the water. Oh, no, I'm sorry. They are going to, oh, they're going to cut your ass up. The wind is I'll going be like, to beat your you ass. Bitches. <laughs> the wind is going to beat your ass. I took Link out to for a walk like the, the the day after I had moved in, like late at night, and that bitch looked up at me like, "What is this? <laughs> like, this is not normal." Did we move to another country? What the fuck? She had her little coat on and everything, and that bitch was like, "I don't like this." <laughs> like, get me out of here! Like, no, girl. Um, well, so I agree. Yeah, just get the fuck out the way, man. I don't know if that's an, a New York specific thing, I guess, because we walk every damn where, but it's no, just, it's definitely not. it gets on my nerves so much more when the temperatures are like unbearable. It's fucking cold. It's anything with like metro, metropolitan areas, especially with a lot of tourist actions and stuff like that. Yeah. You can say the same shit about South Beach. You can say the same shit about parts of Atlanta, LA, anywhere that has a big city or yeah. a big part of its city where lots of tourists because motherfuckers will just not even recognize mm-hmm. that they're just in the way or I hate I hate when niggas be like in a little group of like four or five people deep and y'all want to walk down the sidewalk side by side <laughs> if you niggas don't group it's up double up and right. get the fuck out the way and y'all want to be at a snail's pace you bitch mm-hmm. move one of y'all need to lead the other two pace yes period <laughs> not efficient and then y'all and they never power walking in one ever they strolling just just sweet ass time looking at the stars the fucking sidewalk look (laughs) don't get pushed please i said excuse me if i have to say it twice i'm gonna just start pushing niggas twice is my limit Look, I don't have the patience. It's too cold. Woo. All right. That wraps up this week's episode of The Read. Check us out uh, at thisistheread.com on social media at thisistheread. Um, do we have any news this week? I don't think so. Uh, you should talk about your Beyonce book. This is not my book. This book is uh, <laughs> Veronica Chambers. Okay, it's called Queen Bee. Uh, Lovey's in it. Lena Waithe wrote. Michael Eric Dyson. <gasps> Lena Waithe knew she Melissa so Harris fun. Perry. Oh my God! Them pictures that just came out. That was in Nylon Magazine. The cover. Oh yeah. God damn. Ooh, that don't make no woman. sense. I, well, I know. I know. I know. I would never. But I'm just saying. There ain't no harm in looking. This is in here. <laughs> it's true too. You know, lots of people. I yeah. don't uh, don't judge me too much. I absolutely forgot whatever it is that I wrote. You and the rest of the of the fames um, in there. But you should check it out. It's pretty much just um, standing in book form. So <laughs> I definitely need to get it. You can get it. It's on Amazon and places where books are and stuff like that. And it was just brought to my attention again, like I said, like <laughs> last week. So you have to tell your <laughs> you gonna send a copy to your mama. Like I'm in a book. I'm going to Miami this weekend, so I'll probably just give it to her. Oh, that'll be fun. Yeah, so she can see Ooh, how Congratulations getting out of this ridiculous. shit for a few days. Amen. It's <laughs> my grandma's, jealous. like, I think my grandma's turning 70. Oh, amen. So we're going to go get drunk or whatever, and yes. then I'll be back next week. But yeah, Queen Bee, go buy the book and support it. All right. So do we have anything? I don't think I have any announcements. Thank you again, Columbia, for the Solange invite. I had a ball. Yes, thanks for the invite as well, though I couldn't make it. So I still appreciate being... Um, 
thought of because yeah. I mean we both stand so much right so I think that's it yeah I think that is it as well um, I don't have an acronym for this week but I will just say um, clean your hind parts mm-hmm. and throw some salt over your shoulder look out behind you because <laughs> you uh, never know be good to yourself and we'll see you next week bye y'all Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific time, only on Netflix. Hey guys, Sean Hayes here. Jason Bateman, Will Arnett, and I had a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to sit down with not one, not two, but three presidents of the United States on our recent episode of Smartless. That's because President Biden, a returning guest, brought two of his favorite pals, former Presidents Bill Clinton and Barack Obama, all joined us for unforgettable conversation. It's a historic episode of Smartless as we pry into the minds of these remarkable leaders. We'll cover everything from their time in office, America's responsibilities in the world, and their personal passions in an episode full of some candid stories, insightful perspectives, and a few surprises along the way. Whether you're a political junkie or just curious about the inner workings of the Oval Office, this episode is a must listen. Don't miss out on this incredible opportunity to hear from three of the most influential figures in recent American history. Follow Smartless on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also listen to Smartless ad free by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts.